This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode 94 of the Basement Bookers Podcast. I am Rich Larez, here with my bro, Basement Chair. Basement Chair, in your face. Alright. What's going on? Dude. How's your, uh, how's your pr- holiday preseason going? Uh, the holiday preseason is pretty good. Um, normally, this is not my favorite time of the year. You all, know? all your shopping done? It's all done. Mm-hmm. All, uh, all gifts acquired, mm-hmm. uh, thankfully. Uh, waiting for a couple... To get here, but they will be here mm-hmm. before the big day. No reason to panic, otherwise. There's no reason to panic. It it was almost the last minute, but mm-hmm. I figured shit out just like I always do. Mm-hmm. So what I do is just fall into things, and it works somehow. There you go. So backstory here. My wife's birthday is this coming Monday, the 21st. So having a December 21st birthday, Christmas December 25th. You know, obviously, I you know you got to double up and shit, right? Why do I visualize you being mugged by a Christmas tree? Like I don't know. Like I see you got your hands up. It's saying, "Give me all the presents," and then you gotta. <laughs> I don't. It's like because it represents the holiday season, and it's just trying to jack you for everything you got. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, but you know, like I, I have plenty of time to prepare. Last week was the surprise birthday party. The, this week, last night was her actual birthday party. Today, she's working at a bar, and we have like a holiday party to go to later. Plus, uh, we're gonna watch the Jets hopefully beat the Cowboys later. It's gonna happen. And then tomorrow is Christmas party at the bar that she works at. So even though I'm not in fucking sales anymore. December is non-stop for me. You're exhausted. Halfway down my Red Bull, too. Anyway, what I was getting at was, yesterday I come home from work. So, obviously, I had, you know, I had gifts delivered. She had gifts delivered. They happened to get there at the same time. Oh. So, in the hall, in our little hallway, waiting for me is a UPS package addressed to me that I know, I know what it is. And addressed to her is... I don't think it, was, it might have been UPS. I don't even know. It was a completely different packaging. Um, addressed to her, and I sent you the picture. I said, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. The return address said WWE. Now, I know I, I there are a few things I said I wanted. So, she asked me. I told her something, something came. She's like, did you look at the return address? She's like, I know you did because you're, you're, you're a snooper. You're nosy like that. And I'm like... I looked at the return address because I wanted to see who it was sent to, and it happened to be like an inch away, and I'm a very observant person. I'm kind of like that. It's yeah. like, how do you not, it's just, I can't not see certain things. Exactly. It's like, you don't look at it. It's you there. You see it. it. You just see it. It's yeah. like, you go outside, oh, there's a house in front of me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, I'm looking at you right now, and... There's a chair behind you. I know that. There's there's a computer monitor. There's a TV. I see it. Yeah, some people, though, they're able to just not see things. Unless they're looking for it. If I wanted to not see it, I didn't want to not see it. You know, honestly. Like, I didn't snoop, but 
Honestly, I wasn't expecting it to say WWE on it. Like, the Zales thing I got her, it said Z-Mail. Which, could be anything. It, like, who knows what, what the fuck that is. Unless you order from Zales often, and you know Z-Mail is from Zales. Mail from Zales. Whoa. Anyway, so, uh, since I knew where what it was from, I said to her, do you want to exchange now? She said, okay. So we exchanged. Oh, okay, this is new. No. <laughs> What'd you get? Kevin Owens hoodie. All right. I love it. I love it. I'm going to... Let's just say KO. It says KO right over here on the left peck, which in my case is a left man boob. And on the back, it says uh, fight Owens fight. Don't forget to uh, get that tweeted out to and uh, tag Mr. Owens Mm -hmm. because he loves when people buys his merch. Of course. It makes him money. I bought that. I I bought him a can... my, My wife bought him a can of peas to put on the table. More like, you know, birthday cake. Because that's his breakfast. Nah. <laughs> and and she, she said to me, she's like, did you get me a combination gift? I said no. Which is true. I did not get her a combination gift. Is combination gifts like a red flag? Is that... Yeah. Okay. That's cheating. It's cheating. Like, we got Brandy, we got my stepson a combination gift. Because it's an Xbox One. They're fucking expensive. So, it was a combination birthday Christmas gift. This is... He won't care. It's an Xbox fucking one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. His birthday was in September. Uh, we told him we're getting him something good. That's why we're not getting you anything now. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> you're not getting something. You have a choice. You're not trust us. You don't have a choice. Yeah. You're not getting shit right now. Yeah. But I'm telling you something. Mm-hmm. It's going to be worth The payoff is worth it in the end. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like booking. How booking works. Pretty much. <laughs> Anyways. So just briefly. The Black Friday sale. On ToysRUs.com, had the Xbox One for three hundred. I was running late for work. I'm like, all right, I'll I'll get to this later. When I get home, I'll order it, or maybe I'll order it from work if I remember. But I'll probably just order it from home. I got home, sold out. It's Black Friday. <laughs> B H sold out. Best Buy sold out. Everywhere sold out. What was it? Tuesday? Uh, not Tuesday. It was a few days later in the week. All the sales were over. It was three fifty. Toys R Us had it back. So I look at my wife. And I'm like, fifty bucks is fifty bucks, but they give you the game. Yeah. So yeah, we got the Lego Movie game bundle, which it actually doesn't include a physical download. game. It's a free download. It's a, it has a was a five hundred terabyte hard drive yeah. built into some something ridiculous like that, which is upgradable. It's. It's 500 terabytes. What the fuck are you upgrading it to? Well, data? You, you, well, look, the game itself is being stored on there, right? Mm-hmm. There's going to be other games that get stored there. You better not fucking buy anything <laughs> without us knowing. Anyway, so that was that. I got her uh, matching earrings and necklace set. And honestly, the only reason why I, why I can say it wasn't a combination gift is because they were paid for separately. Because they were two separate items. They happened to match. And fucking A were they priced separately. But got my sales card, so pay it off. And you feel good about it. You did your thing. Yeah. yeah the, the spirit of giving. Yeah, she loved it. She, she said, I'm it. wearing these tonight. And it was great. The 10 people that went to her birthday party saw it. But there were like 50 or 60 people at her surprise party last week. So, yeah, man. Like, I felt bad, but, like, we tried. We were texting a bunch of people and shit. Well, you yourself already explained, you know. Yeah. I hear you, man. All right. Well, 
good to see that the basement bookers are uh, handling holiday business. Yeah, we, like, I mean, that's why, you know, all this holiday business is why we're recording on Saturdays and not periscoping right now. But I promise we'll be back. We will be back. Hopefully, probably January 1st. Worst case, January 8th, back to the regular schedule, Periscope included, which I, I like it. It's a lot of fun. Grittier, harder, and more ignorant than ever. There you go. But for now, we got some business. We do, Oh, b- before that. Before that. Do you know what I ate this week that tasted fucking horrible? Um, uh, what? That shit sandwich that we expected the pay-per-view to be. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's quite humbling, you know? It's good to have, like, really, really low expectations. Like, mm-hmm. you gotta just really just keep that shit down and just put it to the ground. Mm-hmm. But, man, they did their job. Thank you, WWE, for listening. And, A, giving us shit we didn't predict. B, getting Reigns off of that Daniel Bryan booking shit. And C, actually getting creative. Yeah, that's pretty swell, man. Uh, I was, at first I was like, ready to be disappointed because I actually watched the pre-show. Mm-hmm. And they put a commercial in nah. the pre-show match. Nah. Come on, son. Nah. It's, what are you going to do? It's Sasha and Becky, bro. Yeah. Was it, a, it was a WWE commercial, right? Yeah. So, you know, get what you're, get what you're watching. Keep in mind, it also airs on YouTube and shit. Yeah, but fuck YouTube. That, yeah, but like, for people that are, that are watching on YouTube because that, like, they're not sure if they should buy the network, so they watch the pre-show on YouTube, they, so that's who the commercial is for. If I was watching on YouTube, I'd be annoyed that they put a commercial in between the action. I'm missing stuff. It's not like they don't show a replay. It wasn't so bad if I didn't hear. It's only a if minute. You, if you listen very carefully. Is it even a minute? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Th- yeah, there was something up with the audio. It was longer than a minute to me. It felt like an eternity. Well, it's... Like, it's I could hear the audio. I'm like, mm-hmm. what's happening? Maybe if I didn't hear that, mm-hmm. fine. That was a little weird. Yeah. Anyway, that's my only gripe. But before we even get into the TLC, I see before me a page of... Information. First headline is, holy shit, that was a surprise. The direction they're going now, I love it. This is good. That's a headline. That is fucking very good. So, apparently, Daniel Bryan's working on some sort of compromise. Have you heard about this yet? Uh, something about how he'll... No. <laughs> I'm just looking at me making shit up. Yeah. I know a little bit, but I don't remember. Alright, I'm, I'm gonna quote him. Okay. Okay, he says... Be- and this is also... To add on to the story from last week, it's a little bit more information than we than what came out last week. He says, quote, Because of my history with concussions, the WWE medical doctor, which is redundant to me, but whatever, wouldn't clear me. We're in the process of trying to figure out some compromise. He didn't elaborate on what the compromise was, but he elaborated on his health here. He said, They keep sending me to do more tests, brain MRIs, brain EGs, and all my tests have come back great to the point where my brain is better than someone my age with no concussions. But, obviously what they're saying is he's susceptible to getting concussions. Which they, you know, they don't want to do. Like That's like, you remember when they were giving Dolph a sort of reduced schedule? Because he kept getting concussions and with the world title and Concussion everything. City. Yeah, it's... You know, concussions are really serious business. There's even a movie out about them now. Yeah. 
which they didn't need a movie. I think Chris Nowinski sponsored it or some shit, whatever. I don't fucking care. <laughs> All he did was go to fucking Harvard, jackass. Yeah, but he's the head of their, um... Oh, yeah, I know. I, I, I know. Thing. I appreciate that. You know, I understand that uh, head trauma sucks. Mm. Um, like, if we knew what we knew now about it, if we were more informed, there's just certain things I wouldn't have done when I was younger. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't have done football at a young age when I did. Who knows what the hell I knocked loose. But, uh, look, man, uh, they're a publicly traded company, mm-hmm. and... They're just thinking about the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. You know, Vince forbid something happens to the guy <laughs> and they're liable. They don't need bad publicity. It's not even that they are liable. In the public's eyes, they're going to be responsible. That's, and it, it's, it's, it's the image and that is what affects their bottom line. But the, Raw ratings were up this week. They were back up to four million. Yeah, which is big. Something like a twenty-eight percent increase over last week. Uh, just it just shows you that's if they don't see that as a result, mm-hmm. that means keep doing what you're doing. Here's the problem: Vince was on Raw, so maybe now is it is it the angle or is it oh shit Vince is on? Let me tell all my friends to tune in. Well, there's two factors involved. Yeah, number one which we'll go into detail later, it's how the TLC pay-per-view ended. Mm-hmm. Okay? Which was that's, awesome. That is key. Mm-hmm. The way it ended, that's what you remember. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, I gotta watch Raw next week. Yep. So, you already got the pay-per-view audience. Even the people who maybe didn't watch, they heard about it on social media. Mm-hmm. They're like, I wanna know what the hell's going on. Something mm-hmm. different happened. Yep. And they go for it. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get it. And then whatever happened there, it just kept going. I disagree with the opener, but once we get to Raw, we'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I mean, really overall, great week for the WWE. I'm very happy about it. This is the reason why I like to be wrong. Yes, admittedly. Yes. Cause, like, if we're right all the time then with our predictions and with just where we think they're going to go, then, there's, you know, there's no surprises. There's no surprises... You know, like, A, why aren't we booking the shit? Like, and getting paid for it. And B, why watch? What's the point in having presents under the tree if they're not wrapped? Why am I waiting till Christmas to just take the shit? Yeah. You know? Seriously. It's there. I see it already. Just to uh, continue with this whole, with the injury, um, I guess, storyline. Not storyline, but you know. Who is it now? Uh, Wade Barrett is dealing with a nerve injury in his neck, according to Pro Wrestling Sheet. Uh, it doesn't say what match, in what match it was, uh, he was hurt, but it says he suffered a bad stinger earlier this month, and has been resting up the past few weeks, uh, but he says it's not serious, and he's not expected to miss too much ring time, and Barrett later on confirmed this via Twitter. Man, I wish they explained that somehow. I know. Like... They they should. I mean, he was back on SmackDown. I think was he on Raw? I don't think he was on Raw. I Last time on... I saw him was that uh, strange promo with the League of Nations on TLC. Yeah. All right. So he came back on SmackDown. Okay. So 
Because, like, they really didn't say why he was gone. Yeah, because I was confused. I'm like, okay, there's two guys now. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting them to show up because they had matches already. Yeah. I thought he would at least show up. I even tweeted about it. I'm like, all right, here he comes. Mm. You could at least done, like, maybe quickly have a... So, like, maybe he got stuck back there. Maybe the Usos blocked his way or something. Yeah. Anything. But, hey. Or even even just tell us, you know, that, you know, this is a legitimate injury. Just say he was hurt in a match. He's taking some time off. He's resting. There you go. Don't just make us wonder if he's in the back eating fucking popcorn, watching shit. Yeah, because it's like, why, why wouldn't he help him? It's like any yeah, time the was, heels come out. Yeah, there and, were two major League of Nations segments. Yeah. No explanation as to why he wasn't there. I like, think, how come the Usos and Dean Ambrose never show up yeah. to help? Like that. On the face side of things, I do understand it more. Because it's like, he like they, they're saying he could do it on his own, let him do it on his own, let him prove himself. Because okay. we know he can overcome these odds. And if he can't, then he can't. But he tried. He went down on his sword, whatever the phrase is. Family has your back, though. Yeah, exactly. I didn't mean to sound like he's blowing a sword, but you know. We get it. <laughs> he went out on his sword, I think is the phrase. I think you get carried out on your shield. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. You. <laughs> I've um, seen 300, like, 300 times. So. <laughs> it's appropriate. Um, so that's that. Speaking of Englishmen who are injured, Regal was flown home early. That's a bummer, man. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't, he couldn't appear at the last two events due to issues related to his neck surgery that he had recently. Uh, so he missed the final two shows, and he didn't work the event, which was Tuesday in Cardiff, Wales, or the TakeOver special. Health is important. Health is absolutely important, especially if this is an issue related to the neck surgery he just had. He might have to go back and make sure shit's right. Yeah. Regal, please get well soon. Like, even though you don't wrestle, your appearance makes the show better. Even then, like... We're concerned because we like him. Yeah, I love William Regal. I've loved William Regal since WCW when... Man's Man. No, before the Man's Man. <laughs> the Man's Man was great. Yeah. But I, I keep I keep. That's what I remember him from. Nah, I, I keep... I, he was uh, the Blue Bloods. It was him and... Lord Stephen Regal. Lord Stephen Regal and... Wasn't it was Marcus Bobby? Alexander Bagwell? No, no. Are I, you sure? I th- I'm, no, I think it was Bobby Eaton. Uh, handsome, who was he? Lord Stephen Regal and, er, was it an Earl? Not Hebner. Earl Hebner. No. I'm, I'm pretty positive it was Bobby Eaton. And fucking, anyway, he was great. Like, he, he had the blue blood gimmick down pat. Like, he always, he would always walk around with his nose in the air as if he smells something fucking nasty. He was always wiping his feet on the apron. He was always making, like, he didn't want to touch his opponent because he smelled and he was gross. He would always walk around also with one hand behind his back. Yeah, like a, a blue blood wood. Yeah, it was fucking great. He had it. He's so good. Jeff Hardy needs another knee surgery. Do we care about any more details or no? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm skipping a whole paragraph here. Although he noted on social media last week that he checked out fine and didn't have any fractures, WWE still kept Stardust out of the ring this week. Good. There's no reason to... You have plenty of guys. You don't have to have a guy maybe 
aggravate an injury. Although, honestly, all he's been doing lately is, is sitting in the crowd with the Ascension with the Stardust section signs. Or in the Star Room with Titus. Yeah. And who knows what he's doing on house shows. Well, I, I'm, I'm really, really curious about that Titus Stardust thing. I'll tell you what. Uh-huh. I would be, but I can't. Because sometimes, this has happened, there's be something that we're interested in, mm-hmm. and nothing happens. So, I'm not expecting anything, but I'm enjoying it while it happens. You understand what I mean? I 100% do. I th- It makes Titus a little interesting. Titus honestly isn't very interesting otherwise. He's got the primetime players. They're a very good tag team. Right now, are they even the primetime players? I don't know. Are they they, I'm is. pretty sure they still are. They that did a shop commercial together. That's the last time I saw them. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what's going on. There was still there was that cryptic tweet that Daniel that uh, Darren Daniel Young, Daniel yeah. Young whatever the Daniel fuck, Young. <laughs> that, that Darren Young posted no update. I don't know what's going on. Um, and still we don't know what he what Stardust may or may not have fractured. It can't be that serious. I don't think it's whatever. So off of injuries, thankfully, because there have been fucking way too many this year. Uh, WWE's hired well-known MMA, boxing, and pro wrestling announcer Mauro Ronaldo. I think it's Ronaldo. I've never heard of him, but anyone that talks about him say he's legit. He, yeah, according to him, he's a big wrestling fan. He, like he said, he's called some wrestling, but he grew up a big wrestling fan. He's watched it all his life. He, like I said, calls boxing and MMA. I don't know what MMA company because he's not Joe Rogan. So, dude, I every time I watch. And I'm like, there's something missing here. And if they had, like those announcers, the thing that bugs me is that JBL was a professional wrestler. Yes. Booker T was a professional wrestler. Yeah, so they offer a separate insight. Not even that. That wasn't my point. Okay, sorry. My point was, it's like they're not. It's like, sometimes I feel like they weren't those things. You know? They... I wish they would convey more what what it's like being in there, one, and mentioning why. Like like we said, Booker T will sometimes do it. Why are certain body parts being worked on? Yeah. Especially the heel, the heel color, the, the heel announcer could be like, you know, he's doing this because he wants to hurt his leg. He wants him off of that thing. Yeah. You know, like, whatever. Honestly, as far as former wrestler announcers go... And it greatly pains me, greatly pains me to say this. First world problems. Corey Graves is better at that than Book and JBL. I'm going to have to agree with you. And I fucking hate Corey Graves. Yeah. But, you know, thankfully I don't have to look at him. His look pisses me off. This fucking stupid neck tattoo. Yeah, well, luckily all you have to do is hear him. Yeah. So, so he, he, so... Like I, I, not to say I like him as an announcer. He needs a lot of work. But you could tell, and now we know that like the producers tell the announcers what to say or like what to focus on or whatever the case is. So obviously the announcers are being booked, just as the wrestling. They have more freedom, just like NXT superstars. They have more freedom. Exactly. Corey Graves is being less produced or less booked than. Book and JBL. Unfortunately, well, fortunately for him, unfortunately for Book and JBL. I know why it's hurting you. 
And I know why you kind of like him. Why? Because in a way, like sometimes you can hear it. It sounds like back in the day when CM Punk was on commentary a little bit. Yeah. That's why. It's true. Even oh, in like in, in the voice, he could be, he could confuse them for each other. He does. Like the way he would do it mm-hmm. and his interactions with uh, the guy with the bad haircut, whatever. His and name. Saxton. And, and Saxton. Uh, you're thinking of uh, Rich Brennan. Yeah. If it was just Rich Brennan and Corey Graves, mm-hmm. I think that's a better announced team. I, I like Byron Saxton. Wait, between Corey Graves and Rich Brennan, Rich Brennan is the one with the bad haircut? I don't know. <laughs> no, because it reminds Because he kind of... Like, with his haircut and his build, mm-hmm. he has an appearance. He looks kind of like he might be a woman that likes yeah. other women, you know? And the haircut together... You know, there's types of women that like other women that mm-hmm. he fits the uh, archetype for. Wasn't he the one that I posted the picture of uh, Chaz Bono? Yes. Well, there you go. That's what I'm saying, man. That's the thing. So, for Chaz Bono, formerly known as Chastity Bono. Yeah. Not judging. Nah, whatever. Hey, it's... it's, it's, it's Although, not for nothing, like, just to... Just briefly, because, like, it's not a topic. Not for this, at least. But, there are a number of sex change cases. That's one of the very few I know of where a woman became a man. Okay. I don't know enough, so that's me too, I guess. I, like I, I like personally I know two two dudes that became female. And there's Caitlyn Jenner, which is the most famous one. We actually have to make an amendment to that. Now, you said that's the one that's among a few cases that you know of mm-hmm. that you know of where a, a woman becomes a man successfully. Who knows? You never know. Dude, I've known you a long time. I think you've always been a dude. No, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've always been a dude. I'm not talking about me, but it sounded like I was. Dude, totally a dude. It's like, do you got you to tell me something later? Oh, nah, uh, bro. Okay. I'm too, I'm too manly. Uh, you outman me sometimes. I like that awkward silence. You should keep that in. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so just to continue on this Moro thing... Mauro Ronaldo. I'm sure they'll tell me how to say his name at some point. Uh, supposedly, they're not going to change his name. Good. That's and, his name. And he's going to be the new lead announcer of SmackDown when they move. So Cole's out, then. Is Cole out? Cole's not on SmackDown, right? He's never on SmackDown anymore, is no, he? No, it's Brennan. So who's out? Gotta be Brennan. Brennan's the lead announcer. It's, it's SmackDown is Brennan, Byron, and... Book? Book, yeah. He's definitely out, then. He's definitely out. Because lowest man on a totem pole, unless Book doesn't want to, but you need him there. But he's got. I don't. Uh, okay, I don't think Book is out. I'm. I'm just debating if it's going to be Rich Brennan or Byron Saxton. Let Book stay, mm-hmm. but Book has to be a heel. Something. It's tough to make a legend a heel. I know it worked for Waller for a while though. Well, I mean, he tried. That's the thing. It's like they like they they booked that they put a lot of effort into that. Oh, oh, you're talking before like when like in the um, announcer Vince him case. and yeah him and Vince. He was, it was great. It was a different. It was a very different time. Like you have to you have to almost not even compare it to that, but you have to more compare it to recently when King was feuding with um, Hitman. I was thinking that too, but even no because like just because they're so. Now, who was... Oh, when King was feuding with Cole. 
Right. Cole, Cole was obviously the heel, but yeah. they like they heavily booked that. They pushed and pushed and pushed that. Yeah, heel Cole was good too. So so to to turn heel Cole was very good, but to turn Booker T heel is going to be difficult. There's only one way it would ever work, and they should have done it from the beginning. When Booker T returned to the WWE, mm-hmm. it shouldn't have been to get that easy face popped on the Rumble. Mm-hmm. should have been King Booker. If you had King Booker, with the way he talks, I know it's like, oh, he's, he's just a copy of the King. It's another King. But mm-hmm. that would be great. You remember the way he talked? He called Teddy Long Theodore just mm-hmm. to just to embarrass, like feel like he's better than him. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. I know I've mentioned a few times, but I don't know if we've ever actually gone and watched it. But did you ever see Book uh, Booker's um, backstage stuff from TNA? We always talk about it, and but we, we never, never okay. see it. We're gonna do it today because he was li- like he was living the king booker gimmick basically like he was still talking funny and weird or whatever and charmel was there and they have like like buffets and shit they could have hmm you yeah. know what mm-hmm. he could have been king booker you didn't even have to call him that but if he acted like him yeah that, that like that's pretty much what they did and he, like of course, TNA, no one watches it, so fucking they... It's like it never happened. They, or, in, rather, in a way, they kind of do whatever they want. Gotcha. Looking forward to the new announcer. I'm actually looking forward to the new SmackDown for the first two weeks. I and then it goes wait. back to where it was before. They better not. Like, like they, they have to go live. That's the thing. That is key. Like, if, if you don't go live, there isn't that element of where you don't know what can happen. Because if you're not live... Everyone knows what happened because you can read about it wherever you want. Even WWE.com, if something big enough happens on a SmackDown, mm-hmm. it shows up. Yeah. Which is, like, I understand that they're trying to get people to watch, but instead you're getting people to read and not watch. It's just a failure in their way of thinking. Maybe they can't get, maybe they have to pay, like, the announcers or whatever more if it's live. I don't know. We don't know. They probably. Since, I mean, I'm sure they... because they want to edit and add chance? I don't know. I'm sorry, not add chance. They, uh... Enhance. Enhance. Enhance is a great word I use all the time in my writing. That's actually a good word. I think, I find that certain words are better to use because it Mm -hmm. dresses up a sentence. Yeah. You know, like, you're gonna, you want, you'll get bad news. Mm -hmm. But if you dress it up a certain way, like, oh, that's that's not so bad. Yeah, exactly. Big announcement. Big get for Lucha Underground here. They signed Rey Mysterio. Ugh. Is so, he going to have like a neck? Like uh, one of those like those Jimmy sticks? Like from South Park? He's going to have the crutches and stuff? I don't know. I, I predict that he'll be signed there for like three or four years and wrestle three or four matches. Yeah, his knees are gone. But Lucha Underground, they do with seasons. They're a seasonal, you know. Yeah, so... so it's not bad. It's like, more like a novella with the... It is. Wrestling. I it is. I just don't know. I don't know offhand what their schedule is. I'd have to have the L Ray Network. I like. I'm not paying ten dollars more a month just for fucking one channel. Nah. For one show. It's like having the W. It's like paying for the WWE Network and all you get to watch is Raw. Huh. It's true. Uh, along the sim a similar vein there, Ring of Honor came to a partnership agreement with Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Uh, so that's going to allow ROH exclusive talent to work PWG shows. 
They taught a gorilla how to wrestle? No, gorilla is in like gorilla warfare. I was going to say that's money right there. That would be money, but it's dangerous. Dude, can you imagine Matt Hardy versus a gorilla and the gorilla just pastes him like just straight up gangster? So you're talking about a shoot? It would definitely be a shoot. Yeah, because you can't, I'm sorry, you can't work a match with a gorilla because with a gorilla, he doesn't understand, pretend, mm-hmm. and for real. <laughs> He's just going to go in there. And it's like you're evading his territory. He's going to take second. you out. Wait a second. That body slam hurt. You trying to hurt me? I'll hurt you back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it won't stop. Nope. It won't stop. So the end is definitely near for TNA on Destination America. This week's episode got bumped to the 11 o'clock time slot to accommodate a 10-hour Mountain Monsters marathon. You ever watch those westerns? No. Where uh, I hate westerns. I hate I, it all. Sometimes, I, I forgot which one I watch, and somebody probably knows, it's a comedy. It's not Blazing Saddles, it might be. Mm. But, <laughs> there's a, there's a point where a guy, he, he gets, he turns out he's gonna have to go outside high noon mm-hmm. for a gun duel. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, an Undertaker shows up next to him, and he's got like the measuring tape. He's getting, him, <laughs> he's checking them out, sizing them up so he can make the right casket. That sounds like it's probably Blazing Saddles, though I haven't seen it. So this is what's happening to TNA. Yeah, it, it's sized up for that box. Mm-hmm. But you know, like they're moving to what is it? Pogo? What the fuck's the name of the new channel? Pop, pop. That's it. Whatever. Where they're not getting paid, as reported on the Basement Pokers podcast. Yeah, oh, man. Uh, this might... Like, it's no wonder every big name left. Who's left in TNA? Josh Matthews. That's a big name? Holy shit, they're in more trouble than I thought. Yeah. Uh... They got the, uh, the Wolves? Yeah. EC3, that's a... He's good, man. Well, but TNA made him big. I mean, he got over as Derek Bateman, but then... The E, they're like, eh. I uh, recently watched some of that stuff. Not a fan. He was, he was, like, all the skits he did with uh, Daniel Bryan, I thought were very good. Like, not great, but for someone that's just learning the business, supposedly, or whatever, very good. All I know is, we're getting really close to my gimmick coming true, and that's EC3 being a TNA champion for life, and taking it with him. To the WWE. <laughs> the last remnant. So, so then is he gonna do what? the, is he gonna do the honors of uh, putting the sh- first shovel full of dirt onto the Yeah, he gets to just drop that shit and the TNA title is gonna be like the million dollar belt. It worth just as much? Yeah, exactly. It would mean just as much. I should have said. Yeah, it means. It's not, I, I doubt it paid that much, but, uh, uh, this is probably gonna set you off a little bit. Take it easy. Just one thing that he said. Okay. Vince Russo was on JR's podcast. And JR's like, what can, you know, what can TNA do? You know? And he's like, as long as Dixie Carter's there in charge, nothing's happening. What do you think about that? I think that's true. She, she has shown. She does not have a mind for the business. Um, you see, Vin- Vince is directly involved creatively. I feel Dixie is not, 
and she shouldn't be. But, like, her writers need some, some fucking way to steer the boat better. Because they're not, they're like, oh, let's do this for a couple weeks and see if it works. And then, like, six weeks later, which is two TV tapings, keep that in mind. Yeah, because they tape everything in one day or something. Yeah, over, over two days, typically. So six weeks later, they're like, oh, let's do something else. And they completely turn everything around. Uh, like, the whole BDC thing comes to mind. It was like, at each... I don't know if you noticed, but at each set of tapings, the BDC added more shit to what they had. They had the, the masks and the flags. So it didn't the colors. look as organic, I right. guess. Yeah, it was, there wasn't a progression. It's like, alright, for these tapings, is what we got. A month goes by... And all of a sudden, they got masks and flags. Yo, did you read the interview from Magnus, speaking of? I did. They hated Everyone involved in that train angle hated it. It was, it was bad. It was fucking bad. That makes me feel better, because James, I like James Storm a lot. Yeah. And I'm glad that he hated that. Yeah. For some reason, me knowing that for <laughs> sure made everything better. Like, you, you could tell... Like, I mean, thankfully, it really didn't come across that they didn't like the angle. Which is good, because that means that even if they're vetoed and they say, this, you have to do this. I know you don't like it, but you have to do it. They're still putting in their 100% and doing what they're told to make it work to the writer's vision. Which is their job. Their job is also to make that shit work, which was what he tried his best. It was just shit fucking writing. Yeah, maybe, I want, I've always said this, I wanted TNA to succeed. I tried, Mm -hmm. and I had to give up because it felt like I was more behind than I actually was. Yeah. Like, like you said, things didn't stick. Like, if you start watching at, at the point where it's the last two weeks of whatever taping, the third weekend is a whole new set of tapings, a lot of shit is just different. Like... The the angle, like I honestly, I think that when the wrestlers are on their break, their month break, the writers are too, because it's like they just have completely new ideas. When realistically, you should be consistently writing. If you're not consistently writing, I don't know about anyone else that writes. Like I'm, I, I write product descriptions for a living now, but also I do articles. On products. I know that if I stop what I'm writing for any um, length of time, when I come back to it, I have a different mindset. I have a different perspective. So, you can't do that if you're trying to write storylines. Like, that's why um, wrestling, it, they, a lot of people that don't like wrestling call wrestling a male soap opera. Kind of is. Soap operas don't have seasons. They just go. They just keep going. For 800 fucking years. Like, General Hospital's been on forever. Yeah, and it has like eight spinoffs or whatever it is. Wrestling is the same way. But you can't write for a week and then stop for a month. If you're going to write a storyline, write the entire storyline beginning to end, including however you're segueing this one person... Or however you're segueing the people that are involved in this new storyline out of whatever storyline they were in, and then segueing them into the next storyline that you're going to write. 
the viewer needs to see continuity. The only way for the viewer to see continuity is if there's continuity in the writing. That is the only way this is going to work. Now, I understand how part, probably part of the reason TNA does it like that is because in case there are any injuries, like in the offseason, like fucking Randy Orton throwing out his garbage. God damn it. Fucking way serious, too. Anyway, it's like you don't want to write too far ahead because if someone gets hurt, then you just wasted all that time. And I understand that, and I get it. But you're a writer. That's what you do. That's what you need to do. You need to, like, if if something happens, you need to, in your head, already sort of have a contingency plan in place. Easier said than done, right? A hundred percent. But that's what you're getting paid for. Just put in the effort. And it's not it's not the writer's fault, really. Because if they're sitting at home, they're like, wow, I just came up with this awesome idea. But I'm not getting paid right now, so I'm just going to continue sitting in the pool drinking my beer. And I'll probably remember it in, in three weeks when we're set to meet again and write. I say just stay in touch with the talent that you're write you're writing for. That's like, what do you what do you think about? I'm thinking about this idea for you. What do you think? You want to do this? Uh, instead of me doing this, can we do this? Like, with Steve Austin has always been protective of the Stone Cold Steve Austin character. Yeah, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Your character is your identity. Mm-hmm. You gotta grab that and just. Hang on to that shit. One hundred percent. But anyway, we could do like a whole thing on this, you know. I I think we are. I feel like the TNA wrestlers. I feel like they're they all get their character really well, but the writing just sucks. That's why you gotta hey hey man can we, let's let's talk about this yeah let's let's try to line up my what my vision should be for my character mm-hmm. and what you think you know let let's bounce some. Ideas off of each other. Mm-hmm. Just get crazy. You gotta shake it up every once in a while. Get nuts. Like I said a week or two ago, you're gonna be on this new network. Mm-hmm. Go nuts. Maybe, maybe you can't make that bad in cage match a reality. But <laughs> this other stuff, just get crazy up in there. Mm-hmm. What's gonna happen? You're already on the edge of the cliff. Start dancing. Something. Do something. Do something. TNA, do something. We don't want those people losing their jobs. We don't. Alright, so that all came from this that ROH one. news. <laughs> um, by the way, no word yet on if that means that PWG wrestlers are going to appear on Ring of Honor TV. It's one way right now, for all we know. For, yeah, as far as what was... Uh, oh, wait, no, that came from the TNA thing. Fuck. Okay, well, whatever. That was an update to the ROH thing, because I think I didn't say that before. Um, so back to the Impact being bummed. It looks like Impact is not scheduled to air on Destination America December 23rd, either. Uh, instead of Impact, the, net, uh, the network is airing Epic Beach Homes at 9, and Epic Private Islands at 10. Shit, I don't know what I want to watch more. I can just watch both, right? You can watch both. They're on back-to-back. And it's like, holy shit. Who's going to want to miss that? It's going to be Epic. At least it's got continuity. Mm-hmm. And then, as noted, which I didn't see where the fuck this was noted, but maybe it was noted in non-wrestling, on non-wrestling sites, Destination America will be rebranded as a paranormal network in the near future. That might be on my dial. I love shit like that. Yeah. Except for Ghost Hunters. I don't watch that. I mean, I, I would watch 
and believe shit in Ghost Hunters before that fucking Finding Bigfoot show. There is no fucking Bigfoot. We would have found him by now. Seriously. Well, I mean... We got all that technology. Unless he's got, like, stealth technology like a predator. In their defense, there's a lot of uncharted fucking woods in this country. That is true. We're a big country. There's a lot of land out there. Look, here's the thing. I understand. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mythical creatures that dwell on land, Mm -hmm. I have a hard time with. But under deep ocean shit, that I'll believe. Or Nessie. Anything. Nessie. Mm -hmm. Fucking... It might not be that exact in the Loch Ness, not that exact one, Mm -hmm. but they're probably there. For all we know, deep in the ocean, you got freaking the equivalent of dinosaurs down there still. We probably do. There was um, a super deep sea um, research vessel that it was meant to withstand depths of, I think, 20,000 feet or some shit like that. It was going for a couple of years. It died. They say it imploded, meaning... Like, it must have gone too deep and just went in on itself. They can't get it because they have nothing else that can go that fucking deep. And they're not planning on fucking making another one. It would be cool if, like, a giant monster ate that thing. Or, like, made it, like, it crunched it a little bit Mm -hmm. and exploded and did nothing to it. Probably. Like, who knows? We have no idea. The like, only reason we're still alive is because that thing likes it down there and has no idea we're up here. Something like that, that's made, because that's four miles down. What's the deepest we've gone? That's, that's, that's it. it. And that, and like, there's a lot more fucking ocean out there. Yeah, because if you think about it, no one's ever tried, you know how in the cartoons, if you dig deep enough, you mm. just, you kind of dig to China and stuff. Yeah. You can't, it's impossible for you to swim, to keep swimming down and wind up on the other side. No, there's no way. You'll get crushed. Yeah. Like, there, there's shit down there that can't exist in any less, in any more shallow water just because it'll, it'll, it'll be prey for things because it's used to, like, you get down that deep, there is zero light. So there are fish that fucking glow. And there are fish that don't see. They have fucking, like, sonar and shit. Yeah, there's different ways of doing things, man. It's, I oh, love the ocean. I love the ocean. I love space. Yeah. It, it's, like, just so much unknown shit. That, like, I like having questions. Yes. Yeah, questions are good. Yeah. You you can't learn if you're not asking questions. Indeed. You flat out cannot. I think that's when we stop progressing mm-hmm. as, like, a species, if we stop asking questions. It's like... Wrestlers say, once you stop learning, you're done. Uh, so we were talking about the NXT live events before because of uh, William Regal. At the event in Sheffield, which was a live event, basically an NXT house show, uh, a fan actually hit the ring. This was this past Sunday. It was during a tag match that featured the Mechanics versus Jordan and Gable. One of the NXT crew members stopped the fan before anything serious happened. Oh, good. So at that point, you're not a fan. You're an asshole. You're an asshole, and then you should become a victim of a beatdown. We at the Basin Bookers cannot condone any... Like, granted, we're idiots, but we do not condone that kind of idiocy. That is not your world. Granted, what they do is scripted, but if one of them punches you in the face, you are going to get punched in the face for real. Stay the fuck on your side of the barricade. Stay on your side. PSA over. 
fuck. Shit pisses me off. They're going to fucking ruin it for everyone. Yeah, pretty much. Who knows what And speaking of, I have a fucking rant about the British crowd coming later. Oh, man, I can't wait. I love your rants. I love a good rant. Good rant's good. All right. Rants aside for the moment. John Cena. Oh, spoiler alert. John Cena is going to make a surprise cameo appearance in the new holiday film Daddy's Home. Okay. Which hits theaters December 25th. Sorry, Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I see commercials for that. I wanted to see it just based on the commercials. Uh, that's the one that Taryn Terrell gets hit in the face with a basketball. Yeah, I saw too. it out on a commercial. And I love Taryn Terrell a lot. I wonder if he's going to be John Cena in that, or like a character. I don't know. Because I know it's about, the story is, uh, Will Ferrell's like the the stepdad. Yeah, and Mark and Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg's the, like the real dad, but he's cool. And they jacked him the fuck up, too. Yeah, no kidding. Mm-hmm. He's back to uh, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch uh, build. You know more about that than I do. I don't know about... Like, I know... I've heard... I didn't know he was Jack then. Yeah. Speaking of Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg and your boy, Mr. Dwayne Johnson. Maybe he's his brother. Maybe he plays a brother, because... Remember a while we were just calling him Marky Mark? Yeah, maybe. I mean, so that pairing are being sued for allegedly stealing the idea... For that uh, baller show they got. I read about that, and they said that the lawyers say it has no merit. Yeah, but, you know, that's what the lawyers are paid to do. Yeah. They're, so, pa- they're paid to discredit. I'm going to say that's what happened. So here's here's uh, what allegedly happened. Um, Everett Silas and Sherry Littleton apparently had this idea for a show called Off Season a few years ago, back in 2007. Uh, TMZ says they claim that in 2009... They almost had a deal uh, with uh, Wahlberg and Johnson and their manager to develop the project, but it fell apart. They say the reason it fell apart is because Silas and Littleton wanted to be credited as show creators. So it was their idea, and they want to be called creators. What and kind of shit is this? I know, right? What? Who do they think they are? You want to be credited with something you created? Balls. No wonder it fell apart. Um, so they listed several similarities between the two shows, including the plot and location, and they say the title Ballers was ripped off from one of their proposed episode ideas. Damn. So, I guess we'll wait and see. I mean, we don't know. Like, I want to say that The the Rock is not a dick like that, but Dwayne Johnson might be. Um, like, like, he may just... I don't know. It, it's really tough. It's like it's totally he said, it's she one said. Of those things we don't know. Yeah. So it's either some strangers mm-hmm. or you know whoever we know. Speaking of Dwayne, apparently his Johnson's working. His girlfriend Lauren gave birth to a baby girl on Wednesday. That's great. Unless you get in a ring, it doesn't matter. You never know. They've been dating nine years. That's their first child together. Last. Bit of news. I've seen her. She's like a hard eight. That's about it. One to ten. I, I an eight. The only picture I saw was of her prego, so I'm not, I'm not counting that. Okay, I, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I never cared to look. Um, because I follow him on Instagram. He has mm-hmm. good Instagram. So I, I don't follow anyone on Instagram yet. Oh, you got to follow Basement Bookers on Instagram when we get on there. Because we're not on there. Once we get there, definitely. Last bit of sort of news. Vince, Show, Truth, and Foxy made an unannounced visit to Afghanistan this week to meet with some U.S. troops Friday night. 
Footage from the trip will probably air on the Tribute to the Troops show. Well, all right. Really big shoe. So that's cool. It's like, fucking, hey, let's go to Afghanistan. What are you doing? You gonna have Afghanistan? Sure, let's go. It's fucking... Hey, boss has... Go to Afghanistan. Okay. There you go. Hey, Vince. News is done. So that means that we're talking about the TLC, because that's the first thing that happened this this uh, this week in wrestling. Yep. Uh, well, the first thing I want to talk about, I want to ask you, uh, overall, what do we think about it? What do you think about it? Overall. I'll put, I'll, I will put it to you this way. I think that the pay-per-view definitely um, exceeded all expectations. But there's not a lot that I remember. Granted, I was at a Ginkgo Globe, but I picked him up, and I took it today, and I took it yesterday, so I'm good. But, like, obviously, the the most memorable thing was Roman. Yeah. Second most memorable thing is Dean Ambrose, Holy which shit. I'm very happy about. I'm, I'm happy about that. I like being wrong with that one. Yeah. I, you know. <laughs> the third most memorable thing, I guess this is the theme most memorable things, but... That memory. works. It's, we're not recapping it. Yeah. Plus, Watch my memory, shit. my memory sucks. So if I remember something, it must have been good. That fucking Salido de Sal yes. off the ladder. Yes. That was holy shit. Kalisto's ass got all of that one, <sighs> but that was incredible. I'm Honestly, gonna... I think it wasn't his ass because, like, obviously he looks like he hits ass first. But if he got his ass in the hole, then it's like the it's... backs of his legs. Yeah. Either way, jeez. Yeah. Like, who knows? They did. They threw everything into that one. But you know what I noticed? Like, I always suspect if I had a better view this time, those big metal ladders are not metal. They're aluminum. They're wood. Oh, they're wood. That's right. You saw the yeah, fucking wood chips uh, poking at it. Split like a table. <laughs> they, they paint them silver. And, like, in a, in a close-up, you saw the wood grain in there, too. How does it have the effect? Like, you can hear it make the stairs sound, though. It makes the same noise. I think it's a um maybe the steps are actually I, I think it's an auditory illusion. Oh because you what you see You expect to hear it. Exactly. Got you. Like there's this thing there was this uh, optical auditory illusion thing where I don't remember what the hell he was saying, but like it's a video of someone saying something. It's it's like a gif. And it might have been like tree and free or something like that. But because your mouth moves the same way for both, sort of. Like it, like you don't hear it, but it asks you what he's saying. I don't remember. I don't remember what it was a while ago. Um, but like you, you, yeah, your your brain expects one thing, so that's what you hear. Gotcha. Or maybe there, maybe like obviously the maybe that's where selective hearing comes from. Yeah, but the the part that goes across that connects the two ladders. Yeah, uh, that connects the the makes the A. The, yeah. The cross beam thing that you, they extend. The, the bendy thing. Yeah. That's metal. Maybe we hear that rattling. I don't know. Or maybe, I mean, like, the top step is probably metal. But it's mostly wood. Mostly, yeah. It's probably a soft wood that um, it'll bend before it breaks so that it's not, you're not going through something hard that will be more difficult to break and therefore a lot more impactful. Yeah, and everyone can tell if you make one out of, you know, foam. Yeah. <laughs> but show's giant ladder a couple years ago, that was fucking metal. 
That was not only metal, that was metal. I remember that. It was for like a ladder match and he had his own... Like, yeah, it was like 30 feet tall. Who and they fighting that? Was it Cena? Might have been. I don't know. Maybe. Mm. Alright, so overall you thought it was great? I thought... I thought... I, yeah, I thought it was great, but like it was it was just like the couple of memorable things. Um, They opened with a Christmas Carol by Team Bad and that was... That was bad. bad. It was, well... Intentionally bad, I guess. For some reason, Obviously. they want to. I mean, they they were in Boston. They're just yeah. aren't they? Yeah, she's super over there, they're, and they want her to make her like get booed. They're just booking them like the New Day. I don't like it. No, it's not like they're booking them like the New Day. It's a water because we have the New Day. It's a watered down version of the New Day. And I think Sasha deserves better than that. Absolutely. But this Sa- unity shit. Sasha is clearly over on her own merit because she's not getting any of the fucking writing she deserves. She's not even hard to push. It's already, it happened already. Mm-hmm. And it's easy. The boss, if you can't do great things with the boss character, mm-hmm. you got a problem. Seriously. Since they're doing Roman better now, I have trust that they're going to figure this shit out. Yeah, but that's the main event. You know they always put a lot more effort into the main event than fucking anything else. It's like this. It's the Cena. Yeah, the Cena it's, theory. It's right, the main event. Right, Cena, and then I don't know what else you got. Just put it all together. Yeah, I think that should be treated as a like perpendicular to the main event. Mm-hmm. If they really feel like they're trying to really do a divas revolution with the quotes, mm-hmm. which I think that's done. Right yep. now, because it's like the they won. You won the revolution. What happened? Oh, maybe they didn't win. There was a revolution, and they lost because, like, there's some good things that came out of it. I, Charlotte's here. She's doing her thing. It started as a revolution. Then now, looking back, 2020, it wasn't a revolution. It was simply an introduction of these three divas. Yeah, they're. Real revolution is take you coming to take over. Yeah, and that it's the opposite of what they're doing. Instead, instead of saying we're not here to take part, we're here to take over. Mm-hmm. We're not here to take over. We're here to take part. That's what's happening. It's like fucking writers, man. It's like focus. Anyway, I, let's, I understand the main event needs to get a certain amount of time, so it's going to get a certain amount of effort, and I really can't dispute that. It's the tale as old as time. The main card is what fills the house. The, the main event is what fills the house. That's what everybody's come to see. That's what everybody's sticking around for. Is it? Yeah. Why am I going to stay there the whole time? I think the more cat... Well, yeah. You want a good main event. You want like, a, in terms just of- a payoff for the whole night. You're going over there. You're dealing with the people in the crowd. You got to get to your seat. It's hard to get your popcorn. You have to get a line to piss. I want. You want s- that time to be worth it. When I go to a show, I want to see everything. But we can't get everything. No, no, I understand. But like, I'm there for the entire show. We are. If you give me a shit show and a really good main event, I'm going to talk about. For a minute, how great the main event was, maybe two minutes, and I'm talking for ten minutes about how the rest was shit. And you won't say that it was worth it? That main event was worth it? It was worth, it made everything else worth getting into? You know you're gonna have to say that. I don't know. I mean, it would depend. 
Right now we're just talking about a hypothetical. Some say show. WrestleMania 20 wasn't the best WrestleMania. Right? Let's sigh of such a soft spot for it. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. first we went. Mm-hmm. But think about this for a second. Mm-hmm. We got the rose-colored glasses on for it. Mm-hmm. And maybe we were there where the main event was Chris Benoit mm-hmm. winning the belt. He won the belt. He beat Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. And that moment, Eddie comes in the ring. They hug it out. Mm-hmm. Like, you're already, like, you're there. And that made that whole night even better for us. So if we weren't there, and we were watching it at home, because of that main event, we'd be like, oh, it's an okay pay-per-view. I would, when we experienced that, different. That's why we see it as a great WrestleMania. If, we love 20. If we were the basement bookers back then, I would have ranted my fucking head off at the crowd during the the um, We Quit match. Yeah. I hear you. They they destroyed. I was there, and I was fucking pissed off at the crowd because we weren't partaking in that. No, we want, we were I'm, we were looking forward to seeing that shit go down. Yeah, like Lesnar versus Goldberg. Oh my god! Like I didn't give a shit. I don't know. I I forgot where I was going with that. That's all right, man. A work is a work. That's all I'm saying. Like just let it go. That's the one thing about being a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. New York crowd is known for being a very smart crowd. Yeah. And some, and the problem with that is about 30% of them are actually smart. Mm-hmm. And the rest are just following along. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're crowding the, the, usually this is how it works. You know, the dumb people are outnumber smart people. Mob the, mentality. Exactly. I feel like, I feel, I feel like this is building up. This is the appropriate build for my fucking rant. This really is. And we're not talking about NXT yet, but I feel like this is the proper fucking segue. I feel like this is... I wanna, I'm, I gotta. I have to. Because yeah, sure. we're on the topic of asshole crowds. So, I know who, I know who the assholes are. Like, fucking... The day after WrestleMania, the Raw after WrestleMania is always... A rowdy crowd. It's always a douchey crowd. They always get into the fucking the singing, obnoxious chanting for no reason. They'll chant JBL or whatever. It's the fucking Brits. Okay. It's the fucking Brits because they were singing. You want to sing? You're British. I understand you're British. So I guess that means you like singing because the whole fucking crowd was singing. You want to sing? You go to a fucking Adele concert where that shit belongs. You don't go to a fucking wrestling show and start fucking singing chants. They were singing fucking Ramones, of course. And there was the other one. I mean, most, like a lot of it happened during the Bailey match. It was, um, uh, some, and they, they were singing a Beatles song. It's like, fucking stop. Fucking stop. You're watching wrestling. Enjoy the fucking wrestling. If you don't want to enjoy the fucking wrestling, go take a piss. Because you probably got to take a piss because you're probably drunk. Because I would like to think, mind you, I'm an eighth British. I'm, I like In some ways, I am an asshole. But I would like to think you're not that much of an asshole when you're sober. Please, don't fucking sing. You're there to see a wrestling show. If you're going to fucking do chants... Do chants related to wrestling, not like ask Bailey if she's gonna be your girl. Cause she's fucking not. She's dating someone. He was on the fucking Breaking Ground show this week. 
So fucking stop. Just fucking stop. Assholes. Jeez. All right. Um, damn. That, that shit pissed me off. Now you're, I know. You're hot. I see your forehead. It started, it started with the fucking fandangoing. Yeah. That was the first Raw After Mania that was a must-go-to. Maybe it's like a cultural thing, you know? It's a soccer thing. Soccer asshole. But that's big over there. And they're it's not a part a of their fucking, culture. They're not in a soccer game. Yeah, I mean, look. This is weird for us. Me coming in on Devil's Advocate. Mm-hmm. Like, usually I'm the one with the steamed up rant that doesn't make any fucking sense. And you come <laughs> in. But the only difference is yours makes sense. What you're saying, I, I do. I do agree with you. Thank you. And now I feel guilty for what I'm about to say. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, we'll, we'll get back to what I thought about TLC. We'll uh, talk I, about I'm, I'm sorry, but we but, were on the topic of asshole oh, crowds. I I'm to. just uh, keeping myself mm. lined up here. Mm. When it started for me was the tag team championship match, Enzo and Big Cass versus my boys, whoever and whoever. Because they can't figure out who's who. Dash and Dawson. I know. Yeah. Okay. But they're like, they're doing their Who Are You chant. Oh, yeah. And, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My point being, there was a point where uh, whatever they were doing, whatever singing they were doing for like Enzo and Cass, mm-hmm. I was really into. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Like, I, I was into that. Uh, I was, the match I was most invested in at the TakeOver show was Bailey versus Nia Jax. That was a great match. Because I love Bailey. To yeah. me, she's the biggest star in NXT for me. Mm. I watch for her matches. Anyway, their, their singing and whatever was kind of bringing me out of this the situation that's going on in there. Because mm-hmm. I'm sitting there, I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. Because with NXT... There's possibilities that she could have lost. Mm-hmm. Like Nia Jax is a legitimate threat to Bailey. She's yep. bigger than Bailey, assuming she's stronger than Bailey. Right. Bailey has experience, mm-hmm. and she's like two seventy five. Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Renee Young told Lita, you know, <laughs> Nia Jax is two seventy five, mm-hmm. and Lita's like, no, Renee's like, that's two Baileys. Mm-hmm. And Lita's like, that's a handicap match. You know, that's... And this is why they really didn't let her talk when she was a wrestler. Yeah. And that's why she shouldn't talk now. I like it. Sit there, show your thong, and that's it. Hey, what that <laughs> point was, you're worried that this monster mm-hmm. is going to crush your hero. And they just... If I watched that muted, mm-hmm. I would have liked it a little bit better. Yeah. But the thing is, I lose from muting is... Luckily, this isn't the days where I'm, I have JR on commentary. Because mm-hmm. the only thing that would have made that match better is JR doing the storytelling yep. for that one. Mm-hmm. That would, I would take Jim Ross and Corey Graves yeah. as a team. I'm starting to like Graves as an announcer. Holy Not shit. as a person, but as an announcer. That's my dream of team for NXT. <laughs> Corey Graves and, and Jim Ross. That would be incredible. Mm-hmm. I would have loved that. But anyway, yeah, that, that kind of took me out of that match. And I'll, I'll, I'll somewhat agree with you. Some of it I did like, mm-hmm. but that was way over the top. At least they weren't 
being annoying for the main event. They shouldn't be the show. Yeah, they're not. You're, you know, you're there. You pay to come watch mm-hmm. the show. Uh, there's a, you know, participation. You can do it a certain way. Mm-hmm. Just cheer, you know, whatever. It's better to, you know, have a response. I understand culturally, maybe that's how they get down. Whatever. Yeah. Like, I, I'll take two minutes of Amy Watson Bailey. Awesome. But then you stop. Yeah. Because it's a match. It's distracting. It's a little distracting. For everybody. Yeah. All right. You all right now? Yeah, I got that out. Okay. Uh, I had a note. I'm, I'm, I put it in the wrong spot. Note, the crowd was singing all night, making clear that UKers are the raw after WrestleMania douches. Yeah, he, he did write that. It's there, guys. It's in the there. wrong spot, but I don't give a shit. I, I, I said to myself, I think I put that in the wrong spot, but whatever. Don't matter. Ah, who gives a fuck? We don't work for anybody. Nope. It's TLC. What was it? Rusev beat Ryback. Which won you the fucking night? A match that neither of us or anyone else cared about got me the match. I think Zeb is just off TV now because he didn't come out with Swagger at all. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed that he's also not the support card on the Supercard PCC this week. Because he should have been. But then the question is, who do you put him on? Swagger or Del Rio? Maybe that's why. Because it's not confirmed. Wyatt's won, we predicted that. Charlotte retained, we predicted that. New Day retained, we predicted that. That was... So, the bookends were really the best, and Ambrose Owens was very good. Yeah, uh, Ambrose Owens was good. Um, Not much can be said. Uh, uh, The Divas match, I didn't... I would have liked it better if I had a clear face and a clear heel. Yeah. Because, to me, Paige was the face in that match. Yeah, it's it's one of the situations where I, I kind of don't like either of you right now, but I kind of like you both. But I don't even know who I'm supposed to be rooting for. Exactly. Uh, Everyone loves Ric Flair, so maybe Charlotte? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, uh, you know, the right amount of cheating happened. That exposed turnbuckle doesn't make uh, Paige look weak because it's an exposed turnbuckle. Yeah. That hurts. Your head hits it. You might be out. You might be. You, you just might be out. There's a chance mm-hmm. you will be a resident of Dream Street. Yup. That is the truth. I like that. Um, Flair took care, took care of the first part, which wasn't even that. But whatever. I mean, like, maybe she might have hit on top. Who knows? And Charlotte took care of the rest. Good amount of time given to the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I felt uh, time was utilized correctly. Yeah. That's another issue yeah. that was addressed. Um, the way they set up the uh, ladder match between Sheamus and Roman, um, I understand Sheamus had to come out first to give the belt mm-hmm. to the thing, but I think it should have already been suspended from the top. Which it usually is. And he should have came out after Roman. Yeah. Have him. This is how it should have been with that. Roman Reigns comes down, does his thing. He's in the ring and the chant makes him wait. Yeah. And then just go. Everything else is fine. I always take exception to the champion as well as you do, as is well documented. Mm-hmm. Champion comes out after. Yeah. 
I understand sometimes the champ has to talk without the opponent being there. Therefore, the announcers should say that the champ asked to come out first so he can say what he thinks. That makes perfect sense. That's just... You just need to convey that. Yeah, if you're going to do that, let let it be conveyed for any title. Yeah. Like, it's... The, the, like, that's part of the champion's advantage, the head games. That's it. It's nitpicking. What was it? I was watching, um... What was it? The TLC from... I don't know if it was TLC. Um, I was watching the the pay-per-view right before Seth Rollins turned on the shield, right? So, I was watching the Evolution vs. Shield match. Evolution came out first. And Shield took their time before they came out. And JBL on announcing said, that's the Shield making the, making Evolution wait. They're pulling a page out of Triple H's book. They're getting in their heads. Cause you saw like Batista pacing and H whispering something to Orton. That is how you fucking do it. Yeah, and the way those guys were being booked back then is they're dangerous. They were booked so fucking strong. Yeah. They're dangerous. They will hurt you. Mm-hmm. They put The Undertaker to a table and he wasn't seen until WrestleMania. Remember? He, yeah, and he didn't... He sold it. Extract he, revenge either. No, he got... He, no, there was no payoff. Which I that. think is a, as maybe an eventual sort of seed. Maybe... Ah, it's hard. Ro, like, Roman's got the belt now. Maybe... Taker says, you put me through a table, I want to take your belt. Maybe. That's I'm, easy. I think that's easier booking than him versus Cena. I think right now, that's not going to work. I mean, probably not, but... if, if Once think about he's take, established. Taker's still a heel. I'm not going through this with you. Fuck the majority mm-hmm. can't boo Undertaker. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of like why King can still be on commentary... Because you grew up with King, and now he tells jokes like bad dad jokes. It's like he's your, he's like a, like a surrogate father on TV. So you grew up with most of this generation, you know, grew up with King. And, you know, and they have their kids and they watch it with them, and that's good old King. Undertaker, yo, it's the Undertaker, man. You can't turn him. Mm -hmm. It's, it's done. But if you, Put them against each other, you're taking Roman's legs right out from under him. So, I think once he's established, if there's time, because Undertaker is a little old. Mm-hmm. So, if Taker can wrestle at Mania 2017, was that Mania 34? Sure. It depends on how... If Reigns either still or again has the belt. Or even if Rollins has the belt. Even if. Or maybe Ambrose will have the belt. Either way. That's three potential future opponents for Taker based off of one event. That is how good the Shield were. Because maybe not, uh, I hate to say this, maybe not Ambrose. But all three really are potential world, world champs. And I mean, two of them already are and were. If you take the... Personality and nuance of Dean Ambrose, Shield Dean Ambrose, who mm-hmm. was the voice, pretty much. He was the main guy. Yeah. We all thought he was the leader of the Shield. That Dean Ambrose, the way that guy spoke, that's your heavyweight champion. Because he, when Dean Ambrose was on the mic, 
as a part of the shield when they do those back room segments. He, he grabbed was, you. Mm-hmm. And he, it was like you felt like he was talking to you. Mm-hmm. Like I felt threatened. I felt like I could be put through a table mm-hmm. by this guy. So that Dean Ambrose is heavyweight champion. The, the problem is his mystique got ruined with this doing those zany things that he was doing, selling, throwing shirts, and just he was the wacky guy. He wasn't. Yeah, but. It was like a wacky in a funny way, not like in a scary way. Here's the problem. It's a good news, bad news situation because that's more of who he really is. Gotcha. So, good news for him, so it's going to come across as really relatable. Bad news, that's the Santino factor. That's, he's, he's the crazy mid-card guy. There you go. But now with the IC title, if, like, the fans, I know the fans and the wrestlers regard the IC title as higher than the U.S. title. That's the workhorse title. That's the wrestler's title. But I don't know if the company has that same view. It, traditionally, it like it has been the workhorse title. Ziggler's a workhorse. Ambrose is a workhorse. Owens is a workhorse. Who else has had it recently? The IC title. Cody. Cody's a workhorse. Yeah, Daniel Bryan had it for like two weeks. Daniel Bryan. It was pretty short. But listen, we we, right we, back. we we can't go off naming all the Intercontinental Champions no, but going here, back through the lineage. Yeah, but here's just what I want to say. If the WWE, the people in charge of saying you're going to be champ, if they see the IC title the same way that we do, then that will tell me that they do have faith in this Dean Ambrose character for the future. If they just see it as, oh, it's a mid-card title just like the U.S. title, then maybe Dean Ambrose is just wacky mid-card dude. This this is easy to book. Mm-hmm. If you recall, at one point, Dean Ambrose, who uh, Wade Barrett was the champion. Mm-hmm. And he wanted that title so much, he stole it. That was great. Okay? He mm-hmm. stole that thing. Now that he has it... Mm-hmm. He's not going to let it go. So he's going to do whatever he has to do to keep it. Right. That's it. That's how... Bottom the, line, done. That's how he should be booked. But then again, Ambrose um, called out Owens for cheating to win and willing to get DQ'd. Is that... Like, he's not going to go... So he, he's basically saying he's not going to go that route. He's not going to do, quote-unquote, whatever it takes. I think he's, he's going to do it within the confines of the rules. Which is different. Exactly. It is different. That also shows his character. He's a badass. But it happened. And that was why I posted it on our Facebook page. Facebook, Facebook Bookers. There you go. Get, get on that. I, there, there's a cool post on the uh, Facebook Bookers Facebook page that I put up. It's I read good. it. All right, it was very good. I did that this morning. I just looked. I saw one picture, and that's it. I was off and running. If you want to see the comparison between John Cena and Jesus Christ, you could check it out on the Basement Booker's Facebook page. It's worth a read. That's just one wrestling fan's opinion. Yeah, one uh, wrestling fan's opinion who grew up in a heavily religious uh, household. I so. guess so. But no, he he puts Cena over. What? He did. I mean, you read the thing, right? 
you re- did you read the comparison that was up on the board or whatever it was being projected? Yeah, he did. He put him over. He put Cena over. He has more followers. And and uh, you you gotta check it out. Dude. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's a Make a Wish reference in there. Mm-hmm. It was great. Um, that was very good. All right, back to this pay per view. So there was Owens. There was the Kalisto literally busting his ass. I thought that whole match, the um, tag title match. I thought every little bit of it was great. We said it was going to be one of the best matches, if not the best match. Mm-hmm. Uh, good. Throwing the trombone, eh. I think Callisto or Sankara, whichever it was, oversold it a little. Well, if it's it's got to be hard enough to knock you off a ladder, it's got to be hard enough to be to stop you from grabbing what is the highlight of the tag team division. Yeah, that's the thing. I think it's not. It's not that heavy. It's not dense because... So, basically the finish. Yeah. Something else could be done instead of that. Maybe a chair. I understand you want to utilize... Like, if anything, the victim of it, Sankara or Callisto, I'm not positive, should have treated it as a distraction. And said, what are you doing? You're not even in the match, blah, blah, blah. And then distract... That's... That would have been the distraction as opposed to, ow, that hurt a lot more than, ow. Could have just been annoyed. You could have yeah. just been like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck your trombone, man. It should have been, I think that was sold wrong, but everything else was very good. Yeah, overall, I Co- enjoyed the Kofi show. Was, Kofi was great. Um, we're starting to see he heal Kofi a little bit. I've always seen him. Yeah, but. I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, Kofi's usually a little bit of a spot fest. Like he'll 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 impress with something that's ridiculously athletic. I feel like he didn't this time. Because Face Kofi did that. Face Kofi did the fucking awesome thing so the crowd will pop. Heel Kofi didn't. We didn't get him using a ladder as as um stilts like we have in the past. You you can't uh, from what I understand, to be a heel, you can't do stuff like that, really. Exactly. You don't want to get cheered. You just want to be disliked. So stop doing the cool shit. Exactly. Real right. heels are so real heels are really rare. Yeah. Owens is so fucking good. Yeah, Owens is the only real heel aside from the the authority figures. Yeah. You know he keeps it real. Uh, Bray Wyatt, not you could make the argument for Bray Wyatt. It's just not people cheer him. And they turn on the, the lights on their phones. Everyone does it. Everyone. So, sorry. If you're telling me he's a heel, it's not working. Yeah. He's not a heel. So, yeah, that yeah, TLC we agreed on. Did we want to say anything about the finish? I mean, everything in the finish went great. That post-match, the post-match shenanigans was better than the main event. Can we Absolutely. agree on that? Absolutely. Because everything that could have been done in the main event was already done in the first match of the evening. Pretty much. More power to Sheamus, you know, making Roman look really good. <laughs> By the way, I think the, the, the world title was held higher than the tag titles. I think it, that's good. Um, Bigger goal. Yeah. Uh, one one thing I will say bugged me about the end, the finish to the ladder match. Mm-hmm. Ro- the Roman Reigns was on the ladder. His one strategy was to go up there and, like, take him off of it. Mm-hmm. When the guy's strong enough... To push the entire ladder over. And they should have had him beaten up on the outside. And he wasn't going to make it. 
Yeah. He was too close to it on the finish. Uh, other than that, when he lost, I was like, damn it. But the post made it amazing and will follow the next night even better. So I give it an A. You give it a what? I don't think... The, I don't think one post-match and two matches should earn a pay-per-view and A. I'm grading it on the last five minutes. That's what I grade That's on the curve, thing. baby. That's a I, bla- I grade on the curve. Can't do that. I can do it. Those I want, last five man. men, five minutes. The point of those last five minutes said, "Watch Raw tomorrow." I I I enjoyed the act. I I, was, I did too. I did a whole lot. It was the fucking best part of the paper. Listen, he lost, and then he lost it. Yeah, I I, I popped. Road Warrior pop. What he had? He's whooping Sheamus's ass with the chair. Yeah, and then I'm like, and then, H. then the the looks happen. Where H is yeah. like, "What's wrong with you?" And as soon as H gets in the ring, I'm like, "Yes." The way <laughs> Romans, you see, you look in the Romans' eyes, and you're like, "Shit's gonna go down." Please tell me, shit is gonna go down. And, and analogy time. They stopped. That was when they stopped giving him the Daniel Bryan underdog push authority holding him down. He's too big for that. And started, exactly, I fucking said that for weeks, and started giving him the, the authority's been trying to fucking hold me down, fuck the authority, Steve Austin push. Yeah, which which, which made more sense the next day. Mm-hmm. And, like I texted you, and like you said and texted me, that is how you get Roman over. It happened in Philly. One of the toughest, one of the most anti-Roman crowds. Philly. Mm-hmm. So. They popped harder for Roman Reigns than they did the ECW originals. That tells you something. I, I'm not sure if it was because something different happened on Raw or if it's because he won. I think it might have been a mixture. Like something happened while they were there. I'll give a dual grade. The post-match was A plus with extra credit. Gotcha. The overall show. Hard B plus. Hard B plus. Gotcha. B plus player. B plus. It's just that like there are a couple things missing. Like the matches that we said wouldn't be great weren't great. They weren't memorable. We got the for spot. us. I mean, yeah. maybe somebody else. We got the spot fest that we were expecting in the opener, and it was great for an opener, and it was a great. Match. It was a great, uh, was it a ladder match, TLC match, whatever the fuck. There were dips. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, now, dips like chairs matches. Now, oh, by the way, at the pay per view, sign of the night, Raw's booty. Yes. <laughs> now we got. So what happened on Raw, right? Oh, Raw. Are we doing TakeOver hey, first? No, no, it doesn't make sense to do TakeOver exactly. first. Exactly. Uh, with Raw, I, when I saw Stephanie, mm-hmm. I was like, no, no. Because my problem is Stephanie's one of the best talkers mm-hmm. right now there, heel. Yeah. And her being in the ring with Roman, I feel like exposes his weaknesses. Because when you put somebody against somebody in something they're stronger at, mm-hmm. they just make them look awful. And uh, Stephanie's character is very overpowering. Mm-hmm. I, it's like she, um, 
What's that word when a dog gets its balls cut off? Neuter. It's like she neuters the talent she's in there with. Mm-hmm. So that takes away the badassness that happened the, the night before. Luckily, they didn't give him too much time, and she slapped him like eight times. He didn't talk, did he? He did, did he talk? talk. He, I don't remember. He mentioned that it was his daughter's birthday. Yeah, you're right, you're right. That, yeah, that, 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 that was part one of get, of putting him over. Yeah, but, just don't have him in there with her. You should have him in there with somebody you can hurt. But, but that was made better later. Be, well, it was made better by the fact she slapped the shit out of him. She yeah. slapped him eight times. His face was fucking raw. Like, not no pun intended. His face was slapped fucking raw. That was a great performance by him. You know why? I don't care how tough you are, but the, f- the fact that he kept that tear inside. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> not just because crying, uh-huh. but I, you get hit in the face a few times, there's a little, like, you, I don't know, something about the... Ducks, you, there should be like a tear up or something. Yeah, it's it's what they call a sympathetic reaction. Not sympathy like, oh, but sympathetic just because caused by. Yeah. And eight, I got eight times. Eight times. And then, he, and then he posted, no, it was eight times she slapped him. Shit, I, I guess. I counted. It's awesome. No, I, eight times I fucking counted that Sweet. shit. Sweet. So. And this is succession though. It was, it was like a machine gun. And one more thing, Roman. <laughs> yeah. Man. And slapped up by Stephanie and kicked in the balls by Vince. Like he, like he looked like after the slaps, because he posted a, 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 a something on Instagram and WWE, like they fucking posted on .com and everything. But it looked like someone fucking took a meat tenderizer to his fucking face. She does get the best slaps in the business, from what I hear. That's what uh, who Austin said that I think Jericho Rock, too. Jericho, all of them. Man. Yeah, she was good because it was like she was legit upset, like that actually happened. Yeah, and then I think it was Vince he didn't talk with. No, Vin, oh no, um, or did Roman use a, a a tater tot reference again, something like that? I don't know about that. They were in the he ring. He said something. They did. Ago. He said that um, Vince McMahon used to talk about how he always had these big grapefruits. Yeah, the grapefruits. And now he just now got shriveled up prunes. Yeah, so two weeks in a row, Roman makes a ball size reference. I hope that doesn't. But that's still thing. using continuity because yeah. he did talk about fine. grapefruits. And that's fine. Yeah. I just hope that doesn't become his thing, challenging the size of people's nuts. I, I feel like the thing that is going to really push this in a great direction is allowing him to be Roman Reigns, and then he's not trying to be the Rock. He's not trying to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's not trying to be John Cena. Yeah. It's gonna be the Roman Reigns thing. Yeah, he's he's gonna find that thing that, and it's gonna be something else that people latch on to. And ideally, ten years down the line, it's gonna be this the new guy coming up is like, oh, they're trying to make him into Roman Reigns. Yeah, that's what that's gonna be. That's my ideal that I hope happens if they let him be him. Yeah, he needs he's a good dude. He needs to succeed or fail. A hundred percent on his own merit being Roman Reigns. The guy's believable. Mm-hmm. And that's important. Yeah. Because I like Kevin Owens. I don't want to fight him. Mm-hmm. But I see Roman Reigns. I think that, that, I think Roman Reigns could beat up a Kevin Owens. Depends. Roman could definitely lift Kevin Owens. 
I think he Owens? can hit harder than him too. I think Kevin Owens can just take the punishment. Yeah. And I feel like another thing that you could say though, precision beats power. But I think Roman can be precise and powerful. That's dangerous. Mm-hmm. So oh, Owens is the kind of fighter that um He'll pick it up. If he can pick it up, he'll use it. Does that? Also, <laughs> he doesn't waste a lot of motion. And he's willing to break the rules. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I lost Catholics. Um. Oh, Sign of the Night for Raw. League of Midcard. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's almost like my uh, Euro branch of the job squad. Yeah. So, uh, that was good. And Del Rio. Because yeah. I don't include him as a jobber. Is this, is this Rosebush thing really a thing? It's not for us. It's not for you me. care less. I'm not. And you know what? There was folks that were lucky enough not to see that. We don't want to hurt their feelings. Give them crap. I hate that segment. It's like you wanted to give them something to do. Let them do the job for Tyler Breeze. Yup. Who lost to somebody, Neville. He lost to Neville on Raw. I don't know what they're doing with that Miz Neville thing, but they should turn Neville heel with Miz as his mouthpiece. That would work. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. We just had so much to talk about, dude. It was a very good week. Thankfully, most of it is positive. Yeah, I like Um, that. I like positive ones. As much as I like rants. Yeah, just the asshole crowd is really the only complaint. Like, I'm okay with... Like, every single match on a card can't be great. I understand that. But, you know... That's why it's a B plus and not like a C plus. Hey, as long as Tater Tots doesn't get over as a champ, I'm happy. It was interesting that that they showed Vince backstage talking to League of Nations, but then did they come out and help? They did. Yeah, okay. And that's what made the main event even better because they threw everything. When I saw them come out, I was like, God damn it. Then he knocks them out. I'm like, Yes. And then Vince does this thing. I'm like, God damn it. And then this thing happens. I'm like, yes. It's like. Yeah. And it's like, wait, Vince is still on the apron. Yeah. Roman. (sighs) That was great. My favorite part, the part that got, that really hooked me Mm -hmm. was when he kicked like garbage, just kicked Vince's lifeless body off (laughs) his apron. Yeah. And talked shit to him. It's fucking saying some shit. That was that was great. That is how you show me you're badass, as opposed to telling me you're badass. Right now it's Stone Cold Roman Cena. Yup. Okay. He, he nothing stopped him. It happened. Mm-hmm. And I hope this lasts a while. And that that that's just opens up another question. Mm-hmm. What's next? Cause I feel like Rome reigns Triple H is gonna happen. Gotta. Especially but after that. When does it happen? You know? How long does he keep the belt for? Is he gonna be the champ going into Mania? Who wins the Rumble? I feel like that's kind of a Mania match, but that's three pay-per-views away. Yeah. There's but the Rumble. Does Triple H enter the Royal Rumble? Does he put himself in the Royal Rumble? That's a possibility I didn't think of. That's a surprise. He certainly could. I mean, of course, he'd be number 30. Probably take Zack Ryder's spot. Put him in number 30. Better yet, you can get him even more heat by having it be Curtis Axel. Axel. (laughs) 
Not like they'll do that again, but this time he just doesn't make it. Yeah. And, yeah, you could do that. You could have... What if under, uh, Triple H puts himself in at that, like a surprise entrant, number mm-hmm. 30, mm-hmm. not even number 30. You can make him work for the night. Maybe put him in the middle. Or better yet. Yeah, but as Triple H, he'd better say, yet. I'm number 30. Didn't Vince McMahon win the Royal Rumble one time? Yeah. And how did he do it? Weren't him and Austin? No, him and Austin weren't number one and two. I thought they were. I think they were. I think so. I think he never got into the ring or something. I think Vince never entered the ring or oh, something. He like did. That. I started in the ring. I think maybe Vince was number two. Because Vince isn't one of the ones that that won at, from the number one spot. That he was never eliminated. Yeah. So Vince won. My whole point of that yeah. was he goes in there, maybe number 20 or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's the authority. Do you want the possibility of a title shot? Or are you going to help me win this Royal Rumble? So basically you have like a big show in there with him. Like they'll help him. Pretty much clean house. And you can even have one guy like not even like for like maybe the bottom, maybe make them the bottom two. You could tease that the other guy wants to have that world heavyweight title, Triple H be damned. And just have him step over the ropes and drop to the apron. So it wouldn't be Sheamus. Maybe another. It's got to be somebody who's going to sell out. Maybe another member of the League of Nations. Either a League of Nations guy or a face that you would never expect turn heel. Interesting. Yeah, you could have the last three be whoever that face is Mm -hmm. and another face Mm -hmm. with Triple H. The sellout face could be like a friend to the other face, stabs him in the back pretty much, takes away his chance to win the Royal Rumble, and then right after that, sees that he's going to go after Triple H, Mm -hmm. and then casually step over the apron and drop down to the ground. Or just have him step over the apron, and Triple H pokes him in the chest, and the guy just drops off the apron. They're not going to do a finger poke. But you know what I mean. Like, just the guy just drops off. So then you have another WrestleMania match possibility. And, and that, you have Reigns Triple H. And that dude should be authority. But yeah, he'll, he'll be a new member. I think it could work, man. Where's Kane? Uh, probably on punishment from taking out Seth Rollins. Or a well-deserved vacation for taking out Seth Rollins. He was was he fired as the Yeah, he lost the match against Seth Rollins for the heavyweight title. That was the uh the catch. If he lost, he'd be fired as uh director of operations. Maybe make him Might that be too obvious to make him the Yeah, because he was I, I think it should be someone that's already been in there. Unless it's Undertaker Kane and Triple H for the last three, Kane turns on Undertaker, and they got their final match against each other at Mania. I think we're doing a lot of speculating. That's what we do. Okay, take over London. Now I didn't hear a lot of Motorhead, man. I thought I hear more Motorhead than Ace of Spades. 
That is Motorhead. I know. Oh. The only uh, Ace of Spades is the only song from them that I heard. Oh, well, that was the theme song. I know, but I was hoping it'd be cool if they played. Awesome. Yeah, Ace of Spades was really good. Um, pretty much every match went as we expected, but I do have to say, I I texted you, and I have to publicly publicly admit it right now. Bailey made the skeptic in me tap the fuck out. I told you. I believe. Now it's on record. It's on record. It's finally on record. I had to because three times with that fucking arm and guillotine. And holy shit. Holy shit. First of all, that whole match, Bailey got pretty much dominated, didn't she? Yeah, multiple leg drops. Three Samoan drops, leg drops... Nonchalant covers. Fuck. You named the power move. She did it. She didn't get power bombed. They don't power bomb the divas, do they? Not really. I haven't seen them. I don't think. But I'd imagine a power bomb from Nia Jax would be devastating. She's fucking. That actually should be her finisher. She. She. The thing is to not kill someone. Hmm. Like a, a a good power bomb, like a Roman Reigns one. Like off from him, some kind of or like a jackknife power bomb. Yeah, some kind of impactful. Yeah, like finisher. a really good slam. Like you're a big girl, you don't want to be leg dropping. Look what happened, to Hogan. What about like a uh, a power slam? Like I understand it's like a regular move for Orton. Mm-hmm. I think he's the only one that does the power slam now. That scoop power slam? Yeah. Like, Joe does it. That's one of his regular things. Damn it. And can't really do that. I know she's not Samoan, but part of her is. She is Samoan. Is she about? full Samoan, though? Listen. Is anyone full Samoan? Yeah. The wild Samoans. Yeah. Uh, I think Jay and Jimmy are full Samoan. And Rikishi. I don't think so. Rikishi, most likely. I don't know if Rikishi married Samoan. Hmm. I don't know. He looks Samoan. It's a small island. There's only so much... Uh... I know. It's the island of Samoa. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but like, there's only so much... Um, there's only so many other Samoans you can meet that you're not related to. All right. You know what I'm saying? I think it's a... I think you're thinking of this island smaller than it is. It's not like one of those one palm tree islands. Like, it's pretty sizable. Uh, a good amount of people there. Buddy, and they don't yeah. all live on the Isle of Samoa. Yeah, but um, you know they, they're all over the world. They're not. They don't have to stay in the one spot. Apparently, they're all over Sandy fucking Ago. Yeah, they're in America. Okay, <laughs> they came over here. What year is this? <laughs> like, there's uncharted parts of the world. <laughs> what year is this? I want to put the Robin Williams fucking meme on that. Oh yeah. <laughs> the way you talk about. It's like they're savages from a lost... I'm not continent. saying they're savages. I'm saying it's a small island. Like, they're all on the island, though. They're but probably, one island. Come uh, on. All right. <laughs> they branch out. All right. Um, uh, Corbin... He fucking went over. Corbin said some shit. That surprised me. Yeah, you should have stayed in Ring of Honor. And then the you should have like, stayed uh, in Little Jim's. Yeah, he, he told him. <laughs> and then and then and then he goes on to drop Paul Cruz and the crowd chants Botchmania. Yeah, Barrett Corbin. Uh, it's not just his personality. So you had us, and then 
You, just, you, you lost it. It, it. it was in your hands, mm-hmm. and then it, it's like you have a nice juicy cheeseburger, and it turns into sand in your mouth. You know? That's what happened. I liked, uh, I was really into the tag team title match. Um, I was really, that Bailey match was my favorite. I already said that. Mm-hmm. Um, I really dug everything Emma did. Yeah. She lost the match, but she looked good. She looked great. Like the sunglasses, that's a great part. And she was, she's a good heel. Mm-hmm. Like she's got that mean thing down. Mm-hmm. She's like, how can I erase that stupid bubble popping gimmick I had? It's the, it's night and day. Mm-hmm. It's night and day. And I hope that she kicks the shit out of Dana Brooke. And just for failing. Like, mm. that would be, that would put her over as like a super heel, like a monster heel. Like a super heel. Usually a heel that like beats up their friends. Yeah. And, and the, the angle could be that, that was, that it was Dana Brooke's idea to interrupt Asuka's intro. That Dana Brooke lost the match. It's her fault. Yeah, that this is all your idea. You got me into this shit. Fuck you. I'm done with you. There you go. That's what it should be. Um, back to the Enzo casting. The first thing I noticed when they came out is that Carmella was dressed like exactly like Gwen Stefani in the Hollaback video. Hollaback girl. Wow. It's not bad though. Oh, fucking hey, it works for her. This is one point. The way her hair was, I, it looked like she was topless for some reason. I'm like, love that. That's weird. You I know? Love that. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. uh, that NXT takeover, yeah. Yeah, no, she's 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 definitely hot. They are over. Enzo and Cass are super over. They are. It's, it's they should come up. I feel like the most of the charisma is Enzo. Yeah. Either way. Uh, Cass surprised me in that match. He was pretty good. Yeah. Um, and I think because they're, they're older guys though, right? I don't know. I never looked. I don't know. But I think they, the, the longer they wait, uh, the worse it's gonna be. You know, they should let them come up soon. They, they gotta have something for them. I know. Uh, and, uh, tag division's pretty stacked right now. Actually, with New Days as champs, it works. They could sort of tease Carmella versus Xavier. Yeah, they'll never do it. Of course, they they'll never do it. So I'm saying they could tease it because, like, maybe Xavier will try to interfere in a match and she'll pull him off the off the apron. It could be a number of things. Have him uh, sprain his trombone or something. Yeah, because uh, right now I think the New Day's beat the Usos twice already. Mm-hmm. So who's next? You know, unless they're trying to do like a one-on-one Lucha Dragons New Day feud. Which, it feels like, to me, the way that things went down on Monday, it's still all three teams feuding. Yeah. I think because... Let's just put them together. Yeah. Fuck it. It's tag team tumbler. Just throw them all in there. Turn that shit. Boy. Finn and Joe was also... I told you. A great match. I told you. I fucking told you. Joe's lip or chin got bloodied. There were times I thought that Joe was going to win, though. Yeah, I did not know how that match was going to go. 
That's one of the other like, matches. I predicted Finn. But... I could have sworn you picked Joe. Did I? You picked Joe. You have the fucking... Yeah, you picked Joe. I picked Joe? Yeah, that was the only thing wow. we differentiated in. Cool. I, I could see that. Not you that said I something about the, the, the title and... I don't know. But you did choose him. Yeah. It was it was a great match. Um, So the doctor checked on Joe, his bloody lip. Uh, someone helped Joe to the back. Um, the doctor, while Finn was celebrating, the doctor went in the ring and talked to Finn. And yeah, it looked like he was asking him something. Yeah, he he indicated, like he gestured. Like when he was up there or something, like it looked yeah, like he, his head was spinning. He gestured to his head, like almost as if, like kind of saying that he had some dizziness, something wrong with his breathing. It looked like a shoot. Yeah. Uh, unless he's solid, which that was very good. But it might have been, yeah. It's weird, though. If it was, why would the camera be on that, you know? Why not? Make him look that much tougher for for winning under... Yeah, know, so it could be, it could be a little bit of both, I guess. Could be. I mean, like, not to say Joe works stiff, but Joe is, in his own way, a little old school. Not even, not just that, but also the way Finn Balor does work. Yeah. It's, it's his style. Mm-hmm. Not like... Vader stiff. I hear Vader hits you. It's, it's fucking huh. hard. Fucking potatoes all day. Yep. What happens next, though? What do you think? Takeovers in the books? I liked it. Um, A plus. Yeah. T- takeovers are always great. Um, and it's not, I want to say this, like, it's not just A plus because some reason it's the cool thing to do. No. But I really feel that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. It's always. I texted you this. They need to stop having WWE pay per views and NXT takeovers in the same week because it shows what WWE is lacking. And again, not saying it to be cool. I'm saying like if you haven't seen an NXT takeover, start watching NXT this week. Follow it, watch it every week, and then watch the next takeover. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, you know That's what? a challenge to the Booker's universe. Yeah, I, I think uh, part of it for me is the lighting. Like, mm-hmm. the way the, the feel of the event. Mm-hmm. It, it, it feels different. It feels closer to... It's like a lot of the fancy shit's taken off. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, it feels like, it feels like, it feels real. It feels more real to me. Yeah. Like the way they shoot and the way the lighting is and the way the, the venues feel. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's Because it's, it's smaller, it's more intimate. Yeah. It, it reminds me of, uh, Saturday, Saturday morning shit I used to watch when it was on like Fox or something. Yeah. Except, except it's not, you know, uh, oh, your favorite, shit. your favorite guy versus, a jobber. Some dude. But it's stars versus stars. Yeah. That, that's good. That's good. That, and and that's the thing. I don't know where it goes from here. Yeah, right? It could... Uh, does Joe get a rematch? Why would he get a rematch? Maybe, you know... Uh, what... what Does this mean Corbin is the number one contender now? Because he beat Terry... Uh, Paul, Terry Crews. <laughs> I was going to call Terry Crews. Maybe because he beat Apollo at TakeOver. Does that mm. give him... Because not only did he win, he didn't cheat. So yeah. there's no reason for a rematch between the two. That could definitely be argued. Like, much as I don't want it to happen, I agree with that booking. I, I can't disagree with that booking. Could Corbin 
be the next guy against Balor? And could we see a shock win? Yeah. Because that'd be a big shock. And it would also pretty much put him over. But he has to clean his shit up. Yeah. If that's the case, does Finn come up? I think it's time, yeah. After that. Like the pro, it should, I want him there for Mania. Like have his first match be at a Mania. What I get a surprise. What do you, what do you, who are you feuding him with? What's he doing? Well, you can, ha- you can do, uh, an open challenge on one of the belts. The guy, whoever the champion is, maybe it could be the U.S. title because it's not the IC title. Hmm. Uh, the U.S. title. Is a pretty, it's, 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 it could be an important title. You could have whoever the, the heel is winning matches left and right. No one can beat him. And just to prove he's even better, he'll defend it at the biggest show ever, which is WrestleMania. The biggest WrestleMania in history, I believe, because of that stadium. Yeah. The amount of people it can fit. Potentially a hundred thousand. The largest, uh, the largest they've had so far was 83,000. So. WrestleMania three. In order to facilitate that, you already have it on a heel. You have it on Del Rio. A Del Rio Finn Balor match would be pretty awesome. I agree. You can have him. Both of them have very unique styles. Exactly. The demon, because you know he only is only going to be used for special occasions. That's a long ass ramp. Maybe you can do something with uh, something. Make something cool. Like you can make it like. Look like the floor is moving or something, but there's something under it. Mm-hmm. Like he just floats in something. Or maybe have him like driven out caged. Cause he's a fucking demon that has to be contained. Sort of just to, yeah. just to intro him and get him out there quick. Sure. Cause I'm not gonna sit there fucking five minutes as he crawls his way down through fucking 500, 550,000 fans. I mean, it's Finn Balor, bro. And did they, it might not, it, they might let him do it. Undertaker gets away with it all the time. And his rant, uh, you know. I know, but. I just don't want to fucking sit there for it. I don't know. They have to make it work. Listen, I'm, I'm there to watch it on the network for your nine ninety nine. I hear Okay. You. So it's their fucking job to get his ass out there. Because I was also thinking his, he does it in tune with the song. So he has to get there before he's in. Before, before the, the song music, ends. <laughs> before the music gets into the part where he has to do the things with the arms. Yeah. At the turnbuckle. I love that. He's fucking great. So I, yeah, that's, that's my, that's my, that's what I think should happen at Mania. Open challenge, United States title, Del Rio, Finn Balor. That would be great. That would be great. And I guess. I say, I say book it. Yeah, let, let go it go. Let it, it happen. Please. You good on takeover, bro? Because I know you got shit to I, do. I am. I like um, I like debuting Finn. I like Finn coming up. I think it's for Mania. I mean, I understand. Like we, I've read interviews and shit. I I understand that getting called up in general for everyone is bittersweet because it's great. I get to go to the main roster and make more money and be in front of more people, bigger crowds. But. It's like making the transition between schools, between, like, middle school and high school, you know? Not even that. Like, everyone says, but everything they're doing down in NXT is so special because, like, I'm putting the quotes around it. It's developmental, but it's its own fucking brand. It's touring. They get, 
I mean, the writing is better, the storylines are better, they're given more time for matches, they give, they get a lot more leeway, and it's a lot more of a family environment. They all travel together a lot, they fucking, it's, they're a little family. Oh yeah, I get that. I get that. So I'm saying it's bittersweet. That being said, I would love to see Finn Balor versus Del Rio. That's and it's okay if Del Rio, it's okay if Balor goes over. Because if Del Rio loses, nobody's gonna get mad. But I, but I, I can see them putting Del Rio over first. Cheat to win. Whatever. Doesn't matter. That doesn't matter who goes over as long as it happens. They could argue Del Rio has more big match experience. Of course, by big match, I mean big arena. I think they, a debut with, that ends in an upset is a better... Uh... I don't know if... I mean, I, I agree, but I don't know if they're confident enough to just do that, to just pull the trigger. I think they, they would want to see how Finn does in front of the largest live crowd they've ever had fucking anywhere. Wait, they did Tokyo Dome back in the day. I don't know if Tokyo Dome... Shit, I don't know if it's bigger. If anyone knows if the Tokyo Dome is bigger than whatever the hell this stadium is called. Is it Levi Stadium? What is it? Texas, where the Cowboys play. If anyone knows if Tokyo Dome can fit more than 100,000 people, let us know on Twitter at Basement Bookers or on our Facebook. Um... Basement bookers, right? Yeah. Basement bookers. Any, okay. Anytime you see basement bookers, assume it's us. Yeah. You know? We, we should we should trademark that shit. Well, we're not basement bookies, though. That's probably something else. Yeah, it's like DraftKings or some shit. Yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah, listen, we're not getting paid. We don't mention shit. We're not. Um, There's actually a funny segment on SmackDown. Oh, yeah. A Thanks. Dual segment. You didn't watch, right? No. Okay. Um, So... It was a backstage segment. Um, Tyler and Summer are getting ready. Took him out for Tyler's match and put powder and shit on or whatever. And Goldust comes in. Goldust? Yeah. You, like, he looks at Tyler and Tyler's like, what are you doing? Get out of here, you freak. And he does, he does the thing or whatever. And he's like, and Tyler's just like, go away, go away, go away, go away, go away, go away, go away. But like he's, he's saying it low as if he's saying it to himself. And and doesn't necessarily, and he's not saying it for the camera, but he's saying it for the camera, which which made it great because he said it just low enough to be heard, but so low that he's just like that's his natural reaction, just saying go away, just go away, just go away, please just go away. So it was it was you should see it. It was really well done on Tyler's. Oh, it's really well done on his part. The control, yes. His characters. He's actually somebody I, I think protects his character and knows how to play it. Yeah. So, Tyler fought Titus O'Neil. During the match, Goldust comes down and sits in the VIP section with Summer. So, I guess this is a, a thing they're starting. So, he grabs the selfie stick and, st- and starts taking selfies with Summer. Um, Titus gets distracted. I mean, Tyler gets distracted. By the fact that Goldust is using selfie stick or whatever. And during the match, like, he, he gets this, the selfie stick. He's fa- his back is to the apron, to the ring, and tries to get Tyler in it. 
And you can see on the screen, he's totally doing it wrong, but he's Goldust. What the fuck's he know about selfies? Um, so Tyler hits the Clash of the Titus thanks to the distraction. Post-match, Goldust takes more selfies while posing with Tyler and somewhere in the background. I understand Tyler Breeze doing a job for Neville, and then he's doing a job for Titus O'Neil. That's not doing the job. That's advancing the storyline. That's starting a feud with Goldust. Well, wins and losses don't matter, so it's okay. That's right. Yeah. So that means you can team Goldust and Titus O'Neil against Tyler Breeze and start us in a tag team match if you want. You know that's going to happen on a SmackDown, right? Yeah. Good Becky and Bree match. Becky got the W. Yup. Uh, Dolph Kevin Owens, you should watch. Okay. I won't tell you what happened. But post-match, as um, Dean Ambrose came down to sort of make a save, and Kevin Owens avoids dirty deeds, Kevin Owens walks off, uh, he super kicks Dolph Ziggler, who's being held to the back. Um, Ambrose does yelling in the ring, what are you doing, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Ambrose tries to help Dolph up, and Dolph kicks Dean Ambrose. Super kick. Alright, triple threat match. That's so, it, huh? I mean, they're starting to do interesting things on SmackDown. Yeah, I like... Uh, I think you should start watching now. Alright. I watch. mean, it's only one more match of the year, one more SmackDown of the year until they move to the new network. Well, I think the next one is previously taped, like, tribute to the troops or whatever. Give a shit. So it happened. Oh, right? is, that, is that taking the place of a SmackDown? Yeah, it usually does. No, isn't Smack, no SmackDown is live this week. No, it's Tuesday. not. It is. Or is that the first week next, the first uh, SmackDown on USA? Yeah, the first on USA. Um, You're right, bro. I told you. Is this WWE week this week? Yeah, it is. I went, I went like a week without my ginkgo biloba. All right. All right. All right. All right. I got one question for you. Yes. There's two final questions and then we'll do the wrap up. I know, I know one of them. I think we're, and we're gonna agree. I think I know, I might, I think for you, no. This Monday you, um, coming up. I'm gonna stop speculating so I think you're gonna do them before you even fucking ask the questions. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're on a linear, you're not, our timeline's like this, you're like in another dimension. You're in the future. I am. Come back. Alright, here you are. Alright. Alright, uh, I blame myself. I got your Billy warmed up for you. Alright, because you usually wait a little bit before you can drink it. Yeah. So, this year, mm-hmm. you can choose any superstar on a roster qualifies for Superstar of the Year. So, I figure, why not f- figure out what we think in the basement, who our pick for basement, for basement Booker's Superstar of the Year. Our truth. Oh, truth. That's a good vote, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking he'll get the 1%. Not even. Anyway. Uh, for really real? Yeah, for really real. We're probably going to agree. All right, I'm ready. Seth. Wow. I For some reason, I thought it would be a shocker to you that I would say I know that. how you think. You, dude. Because after all. I, I, I don't want to. After all the shit I've been yeah. giving him. You know? Uh, he carried so many feuds. Not not to say that like the face on the other side didn't do the work, but he was the disliked heel. Like we disliked him because he was good at being disliked, and we disliked him because he was bad on the microphone way in the beginning. 
Yeah. Um, the criteria for me is success, mm-hmm. which, which he did get. All right. Um, WrestleMania is included in this year, right? Absolutely. Cash in, first ever cash in of the money in the bank at a WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And first ever cash in in the middle of a match. In the middle of a match, changing it, changing the type of match. So now we know what happens, cause holy shit. Yeah, a new precedent has been set. Um, even another, the first thing he did at WrestleMania was one of the best RKO's ever seen. Okay. Um, he's beaten Sting, which I know who gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. But that Sting is an, not the, he's an icon. Yes. And trip, so it was said by Triple H. Seth Rollins was the man. Mm-hmm. He had the United States title. He had the world heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. He's beaten Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns in a match, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you name it, he did it. He, he, he became uh, all types of matches. Technically has a win over Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I think the, Somehow. Only, the only single one-year span that could... like I mean, not even this year. Last year, though, I would just to say, just to compare... I would say Superstar of the Year last year was Brock Lesnar. Because he did the fucking unthinkable. Yeah, that, that's easy. And destroyed Cena at SummerSlam a lot. 16 fucking suplexes. Yeah, definitely last year was his year. And I just think that this year, Seth had that year. He didn't... Like, some of his moments weren't as big. But he had so many... Smaller moments that Seth's 2015 surpassed Brock's 2014. Yeah. He also worked a lot more, which yeah. added to it. And of you course. S- you, you see him grow. You, and you watch him grow. In a way, he needed that also because he needed to improve his mic skills. Yeah. And like I think he would probably also win most improved. Yeah. That's it. Uh, bar none. Not even an argument. Seth Rollins, our pick for Superstar of the Year. I'll go as far as saying if anyone else wins Superstar of the Year, it's bullshit. Well, it's a popularity contest, so a face is probably going to win. It's probably going to be Roman. I don't know, man. If it's popularity, then I think that it's it, it takes away the credibility for each of the Slammies. Mm-hmm. And I just can't believe... I have to question certain fans... Uh, understanding of what success is. I agree, but you know what you gotta do? Anyone hearing my words right now in the Basement Booker's universe, uh, if you disagree with our pick for Superstar of the Year... That's your right, man. Yeah, that's fine, but when you vote for Superstar of the Year, just at Basement Booker's also, so we'll see it. Yeah. So we'll know. We'll know who you voted for. That's smart, man. Let it mention us. Yeah, and, and not for nothing, if... If there are a bunch of votes, we'll like we'll mention you. We'll see, we'll see who voted for what. But if you mention us, we'll probably tweet you back asking why you voted for that person. Not as a challenge, but you know, intellectual conversation. Tell us why. Explain in 160 characters or less. It's not a fucking essay. 
So, <laughs> bro, this is why you're not, you can't be using pickup lines, man. You just, this is what this is. This is a pickup line you're it's doing. Not a line. It's a pickup line. Like, you, 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 you're buying him a drink. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's actually the worst. You're like, buy us a drink. All right. If you buy us a drink, Oh, engage, we'll talk to you. Engage us? No, engage us in conversation. <laughs> pandering. We can't pandering. listen. No, we can't communicate to our fans via Periscope right now. So I miss. I, I miss that Periscope. Yeah, it's a lot of fucking fun. It is a lot of fun. You were For so the, against it. I'm, you were so reluctant. Sometimes I'm still reluctant. I hear you. That's uh. Anyway, look, fucking let us know. Uh, who do you think? Who do you think is superstar of the year? You know, there's yeah. just so many, you know, Roman Reigns did good stuff. I haven't, I haven't voted yet. I haven't fucking had time. I long. haven't voted either. It's, well, well, you have no excuse. I've had a lot, okay, no, you've been super carding. It's a major event. Yeah, you, you know, to, it's, I understand. I gotta, you know, I gotta really hustle. I need to fucking hustle. I'm, I'm like, fucking joke. I'm like 38, God. I'm like 38,000th place. I need to get to fucking 19.5. Yeah, good luck with that. I don't even want to play my game. Uh, Diva of the Year. That's a little bit more difficult, and we might have a difference of opinion. I'm gonna take a minute here. Uh, good. Uh, take a minute. Uh, while we do that, I want to thank our sponsors. At this point, you would be mentioned if you were a sponsor. So that's open. That's open. Uh, I think diva of the year. See, I can't just base it on liking them. That's the thing. You know, there's a broader criteria. Like, who, who's been more important to the biggest storylines? I got my vote. I'm ready. Wow. Okay. Who you pick? Nikki. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Do we agree? Uh, not really, man. Go ahead and say Paige. Uh, my pick is Paige. <laughs> but Nikki's don't care fucking talk. Yeah. Uh, and I know Paige has had a rough year. She's lost, like, most of her matches. That doesn't matter. But matches don't matter, right? That's right. Winning and losing doesn't matter. I'll, I'll tell you why I picked Nikki. Okay. I picked Nikki because at least during... She, she was the longest reigning Davis champ this year. She was the center of the majority of storylines. She... Her at her character was the catalyst for what they called the Divas Revolution. She had the best year out of all of them. Paige's year has been very rocky. I'm not talking wins and losses. I'm talking about relevance and importance of character. Paige hasn't been as important. Recently, past two months, three months maybe, yes. But, like, once the Divas Revolution happened, like, Paige was part of Team PCB, but she wasn't the most important part of it. There weren't any standouts in there. No, there weren't. It's a thing. Nikki is the standout. I will never... I will never... I don't like myself for saying it. I'm just being honest. You look like somebody who doesn't like themselves for saying that. You feel dirty. Yeah, but... Picking a single, having to pick one single diva to say she had the best year out of all of them, it's Nikki. Well, my choice has more to do with the part we were talking about, mm-hmm. how much you like a person. 
I like the Paige character. I like, love the Paige she's, character. She's a believable heel. If they let her do that. Yes. And... I don't know. It feels like, to me, most of the things she says, I believe she's saying it. Like, I think she's just being true to herself. Yeah, she is 100% believable, period. Like, I believe what she's saying. Yeah. That's it. And I like her in-ring style. Her in-ring style is great. Well, we did it. We really don't care about the other categories. I don't even know what At the end of the day, it's, you know, Seth Rollins is our pick for Superstar of the Year. Nikki's your choice for the of the year. I'm going to close with a little story. And uh, this is it. This is the floor is yours. Once again, actually, it's interesting that you say that because um, my job, we had a luncheon for our department. And it was the first time a luncheon was done for this department, which is the web department. And then, so, like, the writers there, or the Q, QAs, or the editors, they were there. And people putting images on the website. They were all there. All the computer people. Yeah. And there was a vote for employee of the year, right? And this per- the person that won his whole team voted him, whatever. I don't care. Um, there was a door prize that was given. And you know how you got a Ralph ticket in your hand and they're saying the numbers, you're like, the first three numbers, it's like, yeah, we all have that, right? So then it's like four and five. And like you feel like you're going to win. But there's still, like, three numbers to go. And, like, they say a number. And, like, you're telepathically sending the next number that you're reading. And it gets there, and they say it. And then you do it again. And they say it. And you're like, bingo! I, I, I literally said bingo. And put my arms up like this, celebratory. I'd do that, too. I'll for sure do that. So, they asked me to come up, make a little speech. And they didn't tell me what I won. They didn't announce any of the prizes or anything. Um, I did my little speech. I did this whole thing where the microphone was too high and I looked up at it. I looked down on the ground looking for a milk crate and it went over really well. Spoke briefly. Go back to my desk. And I gotten in my head about like what it was and everything because I've seen cameras given away and shit and laptops or whatever. The, the prizes for this particular luncheon weren't announced what they were. At all. It was just like, when you get it, that's what you get, or whatever. So, long story short, it was a $100 gift card to Macy's. And only because I got in my head about what it would be, was I upset by it. That's the only reason. Because, like, I I had blown, blown it up in my head what, what it was going to be. So, I'm saying to myself, I should have asked for a slammy. <laughs> why couldn't it have been a slam I would have loved the fucking slammy like if I thought it was going to be a laptop and ended up getting a slammy I would have been fucking ecstatic yeah it is a slammy right you're receiving a slammy seriously like they sell the slammies I think I wonder how much they are we'll check that out I think um, I think it's like 30 bucks really something like that I can get three with that fucking gift card. I can't buy them at Macy's, but you know, I'll sell the gift card for like 80 Just bucks. wait. I mean, they're getting crazy sponsors now, so maybe they'll get Macy's as a sponsor someday. That'd be awesome. Uh, okay. Well, that's a good story, man. Thank you. So, tell us who you think should win the Slammy. Superstar of the Year, Diva of the Year, um, 
They have shit for Feud of the Year and shit that have like uh, www.com. You can get all that shit. Yeah, they have it's multiple choice for a bunch of them. Um, so tell us what you think on the Twitter at Basement Bookers. If you want to talk specifically to Basement Jer over here, it's at Basement Jer. Come, come on down. We'll just talk it out. If you want to send me 160 nice characters, it's at Rich the Riz. Uh, Facebook, Basement Bookers. Uh, listen on Stitcher because they make it sound a bit better. Subscribe on iTunes. Give us a review on both. And enjoy your holidays, whatever holiday it may be that you celebrate. Uh, Merry Kawanzaka, miss. There you go. Follow the podcast!